Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Join me for the ultimate Team Mom deep dive. This is more than just a recap show. I'll scour the internet to bring you all the best drama that MTV didn't air. From police reports to deleted tweets, I've got the details on all the fights, breakups, and arrests of our favorite MTV train wrecks. If you think the moms bring the drama on TV, just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hi guys, welcome back to Feathers in My Hair. I am doing a very special episode this week. Last week, Billy and I recorded live in person, and this week I have three guests with me live in person, all return guests to Feathers in My Hair. We are all internet friends. We met via Reddit, and now we are all in real life friends. So if everybody wanted to say hi and introduce themselves. Oh, I'm Anastasia. I was on Janelle's ex's episode, and I love that we're doing this because we have talked so many times about how many times we hate a podcast with like multiple people yeah. on it. Yes. And now we're doing it. <laughs> yes. We hate a multi person mm-hmm. podcast, but hopefully this goes well. Hi, welcome to Last Podcast on the Left. I'm Fiona. <laughs> I was on a past episode that I don't recall what it was about. Um, I remember talking about. Why pay a lot? I don't know why I'm looking at you like you know, but hi, I'm Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Jess. You may remember me with my dog in my previous episode. I got literal complaints about that, and I wrote back, I was like, sorry, I don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I mean, I I do what I can, and it really wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. It was only for like 30 seconds, and your dog was like... Barfing and then yeah. <laughs> she was she was fine, guys. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if I talked about this on air. For anybody who was upset about my dog, she has this thing where she she coughs like she sounds like she's throwing up, and then like at the end just goes like Wah! and then like walks <laughs> away. She's not she's not throwing up. Like that's just how that's just the noise she makes, and I'm so used to it because our last dog also did it too. I think it's a cocker spaniel thing, maybe. Is um, sneezing? Maybe, but our cocker Hi. spaniel did it too, and this is a cockapoo, so like. Every dog that I've ever had does it, so it just doesn't concern me at all. And I got so many messages like, is your fucking dog okay? And I was like, yeah, why? <laughs> she's thriving. Thanks yeah. for asking. <laughs> well, she's not. She's old and sad, but a little cozy. She'll be okay. Okay, so we are in Jersey City right now. This is two weeks in a row I'm recording in New Jersey. <laughs> And I'll be in Jersey again next week for Thanksgiving. That's funny. This has now become a New Jersey tourism podcast. Yes. (laughs) The state of New Jersey is sponsoring this, much like the 30 Rock episode where Connecticut (laughs) sponsors Jenna's movie. But, okay, so we all watched both episodes. The thing is, I didn't take a lot of notes. So we're just going to talk about the episodes overall. I know I'm bad. I had a really, really bad week, guys, and took half notes and then didn't finish it. It's been a shit show of a week, but we're... We're just going to do our best. Um, I do have in my notes, and I just laughed reading this, that it's the episode starts with Kale, or Kate going, you know, Tyler really wants to start couples therapy, but I have to go to New York for press. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm like, what? <laughs> how can one, how can therapy, like, just you're going for it. one week. Well, and first of all, they kept calling it press week, like we are in on press week, and it's a thing they do every like year. It's like that like sweeps week. Yeah, that we know about and like that they often talk about. I don't know, they kept saying it over and over. Press yeah. week, you know, press week, press week. And I was like, have they ever talked about press week before? No. 
I don't I, think so. Not since they've broken the fourth wall. Like, we know they go, but, right. like... I didn't know they went. I thought they took those pictures separately. And well, Photoshopped them. Yes, yes. remember? Maybe when Pharaoh was I there. I think they didn't start doing it, and for some reason I remember this. The la- last year when Kate did that Farrah Who, Farrah Fawcett interview, remember? That yes. was in New York, and we realized they were all together in New York. Yeah. We're like, oh, they must be doing press, but I don't think it's ever been, like... Heavily featured on the show that they're going somewhere for a non-reunion time altogether. Yeah, no, I don't think so. It was because they just needed to make it about the whole drama. Yeah, with not knowing Shine well, and the, Bristol. Yeah, so that was like the main part of this episode. Basically, the A story was them being in New York, and the B story was uh, Tyler being in Texas. Yes, but right off the bat, we get this weird story from Dakota talking about. Bristol accusing him of stealing money and he says Sailor came home and said daddy stole money for mommy (laughs) Sailor's only two r slash that happened (laughs) well no see I think it did because you remember when Dakota got or Bristol I cannot for some reason I always want to call Bristol Dakota it's because Dakota is a a girl's girl's yes (laughs) he's the least Dakota looking Dakota yes like, I want his name to be Cody. Yes! Let's just call him that. <laughs> Can Cody be short for Dakota? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Cody with a K. Yeah. yeah. Cody with a K and, and a T. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, do you remember she got home and Dakota had moved her stuff out of the bedroom? Yes. And she kept saying, Daddy moved Mommy's things! Why did Daddy move Mommy's things? Oh, she definitely said it. Yeah. Then. And yeah. so she says it in, like, that baby voice that she does. <laughs> which, by the way, when... Okay, so... <laughs> I listened to Teen Mom Young and Pregnant and some of Teen Mom today when I was driving to Jersey City. Like, I just had it sitting on... So I didn't really, like, get eyes on a lot of it, but I listened, which is actually how I take notes often on this show. I don't necessarily watch. I just listen in my headphones. Yeah. I mean, really, like, you don't need to... And if something crazy happens, I'll, like, rewind it to watch it. But you don't actually need to watch the show. You just need to listen to what they're saying. That's a a hot tip for all of you guys. (laughs) (laughs) But... Uh, I really noticed when I wasn't, when I had, like, very little eyes on Bristol how much she sounded like Farrah. Like, I know everybody's been saying it, but for some reason in this episode, I, like, really noticed it. She does talk like her. They have the same cadence, and then it's, like, it's almost painful for them to come out with the words that they're saying. Yeah. And so it's, like, every word is so thought out. Yes. And, like, aggressive, but, like. (laughs) But, like, quiet aggression. Yeah, it is so bizarre. And, like, very, um, like articulated yeah yes. and I went to the grocery store <laughs> yes. and milk and it's like, yeah I know I it's so it's so true and I can 100% see Bristol being like sailor daddy stole money from mommy why would daddy steal money from mommy why do you think he did that sailor and then yeah. she just repeats because I don't I think part of it I don't know if she's doing it on purpose I think well, she is, but I think part of it is that she's not realizing how much Sailor's picking up. Yeah. And so, like, she speaks to Sailor the same way that she speaks to Atlee, and Atlee's only one, so you can say that to the one-year-old, and I'm yeah. not sure she, like, totally gets, because she doesn't do it with Trip. I noticed. But that's weird to me, because she has an older child. Yeah, but, so she knows but he's nine or whatever. Like, she, she might forget. I totally believe that that's what's well, happening. Well, when he was it's just baffling that it's, like, I think he was with <laughs> Levi a lot when he was. No, he wasn't. Younger. Remember, Levi wasn't around until or is he was it the four. Of that? Okay. It's the opposite. <laughs> I think. I just think that like 
sometimes I think when you're around a kid a lot, you don't realize, like, just how much you're picking up in that age, where they're, like, between two and three. They're, like, little parrots. Yeah, so they haven't started talking, like, that much yet, and you haven't adjusted, like, I know a lot of my friends will realize, like, when their three-year-old is like, fuck, I didn't mean to do that, and they're like, oh, they're really, like, listening to what I'm saying, and they didn't realize it until that moment, and I wonder if maybe that's what's going on with Bristol, is that, like... I think she does say talk shit on purpose, but I do wonder if maybe like she just didn't realize that sailors like actually listening to what she says. Yeah, yeah. probably. But they introduce this like money ceiling like storyline. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like we I think it was very weird to introduce it from Dakota first. And even when Bristol follows up, like we don't get any sort of explanation on how he stole the money, supposedly, or what it like Because he tells the producers it was a clerical error, like his lawyers, I'm assuming it's the equity check that they were talking about. He says it was just like transferred to the wrong bank. Mm-hmm, like was like do you yeah. think it was possibly transferred to an old joint account that they had, and that's why she thinks it was maybe. Stolen? But is I wonder, like I feel like Bristol didn't give us enough of her side for us to be like. Oh, yeah, she definitely, like, it definitely wasn't a clerical error. Because when he said, like, well, it went to an old account, like, the wrong account, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like, it it's fixed. Bristol has the money now. And, Dak- like, Bristol's explanation doesn't, doesn't really give, it didn't give us any information on, like, why she's saying the money was stolen. Because that's a heavy accusation. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing to be, like, he's being shady, like, I think he purposely, I can see, like, he purposely gave the lawyer the wrong bank account, like, to fuck with me. Absolutely. And to, like, be manipulative sure, and, like, yeah. make this a harder process for me to deal with. But I don't get, like, to say, like, he stole it from me is, like, a pretty heavy accusation. Well, I don't care that we didn't hear from her because Dakota is the true star. That's true. <laughs> Crystal sucks the energy out of my soul when she comes I on TV. Like, she is a downer. I need like, her to eat more and I need her to talk louder. <laughs> she needs more energy. She's so low energy. She's so low. She's so low energy and she just also like she doesn't have any charisma no. on screen. And None. you think she would because she has had media training. Yes. I will give her this. She does the best voiceovers. Like her voice She does. You're right because she knows so how to. Yeah, and like we were saying the that. perfect speed yeah. compared to like all the other ones. My favorite part of that scene was Kirthy going, Kirthy, <laughs> do you really think it was a clerical error? And it's like, Kirthy sitting there with like, her, like, little moon buns. I just, like, am so obsessed with Dakota, like, you would think that he had no idea cameras were there. I know. He's I love like, it. These people are my family, and I love them. <laughs> yeah, he's like, just always on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> he like has no idea they're producers. Like he, he just walked into the house one day, and MTV was there, and he was like, "I guess this is my life now." Doing the life of a Palinx. <laughs> he's gonna be one of those people that, that's upset that he's getting a bad edit. Because he doesn't think, understand that he's that they're producing. Oh, this show. one thing we also <laughs> miss is Dakota casually says she tried to put me in jail yeah, for, 18 for eighteen months. months. And no one followed. Up Nobody. On that. What they does were that just mean? Like, oh, really? Okay. Anyway, no. So no, Kirthy goes. Wow. <laughs> And then he, his yeah. lawyer told him if she presses charges, the maximum sentence for this is 18 months. This is like a serious thing that she's accused you of. But like, this is something that I can't stand about the producers or the editing of the show, whatever is going on. Like, 
follow up. Like, what yeah. do you mean? Like, what do you mean? When somebody says, if I, if one of my friends said she tried to put me in jail for 18 months, I'd be like, can you give me every detail? Like, yeah. okay, slow down. Let's start at the beginning because I need every single detail on what the fuck you're talking also, about. Also, give me time to pull up, like, the legal yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. around this law. And it makes it sound like what he's saying is, like, Bristol physically tried to, like, arrest him. <laughs> like, citizen arrest for <laughs> But what he means is she could potentially press charges that potentially could lead to a sentence. Yeah. Do you think she called the police or do you think that he was in contempt of court? I think she threatened to call the police and like texted him and was like, if this money is not in the account, I I will call the police. Yeah, I can see that. But I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she did like threaten that we're, maybe her lawyer said like, if this money doesn't go to the right account, like we're going to file for the judge to hold you responsible for it because the divorce order says that you have to put it in this account Mm. by this day. Would that be contempt of court if he broke the divorce order? Yeah. Yeah. This is almost a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like three quarters of a lawyer. Uh, Yeah. So that makes more sense because if she called the cops and was like, my husband didn't pay what he was supposed to, they would be like, okay, well... That's yeah, not they like don't, a crime. Yeah, they don't, <laughs> it's like why the cops don't want to get involved in custody cases. Yeah. Like they, they just don't want to be involved. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's possible that the lawyers threatened to hold him in contempt. Well, to make sure the judge holds him in contempt of court if he didn't pay. Because if the divorce order says it has to be in Bristol's account by this certain day. I don't know. It's just like, I. this is, every week I've said this, that we are coming in on third base of this relationship. And it's very hard to follow. And later in the episode when she's talking to her friend, first of all, it's like, they seem to have hated each other forever. Like, the whole relationship. Like, why do they have a second kid? Mm -hmm. Like To fix it, Liz. Obviously. (laughs) But, and her friend is like crying because she hates Dakota so much. And I'm just like, we are missing so much of this. And she's like talking about well, he makes these posts online. Like, what do the posts say? Like, why aren't we getting a flash yeah. of the posts? Why aren't like, we getting dramatic? Yeah. yeah. We get them for other people. We get tweets and stuff. Yeah. Like why dramatic aren't we saying... music on, like, a tweet screen. Because you know Dakota's Facebook is public. There's yeah, no way that it's private. Of course. I haven't tried to look it. It is. I think it is because they've been, I've seen it posted, like, places. It feels that way with uh, Cheyenne, too. We've yes. talked about this. Where mm-hmm. it's it feels like we're at the wrap-up of the story instead yes. of, like, the beginning Yes, of it. very much so. And that's because we're the magic, if you will, of Teen Mom and Teen Mom Young and Pregnant is that we are there from the beginning. And exactly. the reason that these shows work is because, like, we've seen these women since they were pregnant. And now, and we understand, like, all of their relationship dynamics. So, like, everything that the Teen Moms do, especially on, like, Teen Mom 2 and OG... We know exactly why they're doing it, essentially, because we we have, like, a deep understanding of <laughs> yes. all of their relationship dynamics, like, a really deep understanding of it. So, with it, Corey and Cheyenne make a little more sense, because I think they're just more shallow people. Like, in a way, like, they're, and their problems aren't that dramatic. Everyone yeah. in their life is attractive. Yeah, they're, no. well, and they also know how to be on TV. Like, I just don't think their problems are, like, that big. I mean, yes, we we don't know about, like... I'm so curious about the paternity drama and, like, all of that. But, like, we understand, like, this weird love triangle that's going on. Yes. We understand her parents. Like, it all it all makes sense. But with Dakota... Ryder has health issues. Yeah. Wait, can I just interject here? Yes. Oh, yeah, you wanted to talk about that. 
She drives in the backseat of the car because Ryder has seizures. Well, stop posting no, about no, no, no. it. I don't know if that's actually true. I saw that in a Facebook comment on the Team Mom Facebook page. So uh, I don't know if Cheyenne's actually said that, but someone was like, why is she always in the backseat? It's, it's like a weekly question of yeah. why she doesn't drive. She either hates driving or she likes to sit in the backseat with her baby who has health problems. Yeah, I think that's probably it. It's not... That big of a deal. It's not that deep, guys. Stop making it a thing. Stop went on a bit of a drunk rant about it. Because <laughs> there was like the hundredth post about it. And oh, it wait. Just... That's where our first um, note to each other came in. Because Corey said, like, what would you do if I did something? He and said I... he was going to hook up with Amber. Bristol. No, with Bristol. Bristol. Yeah. And she said, I would cut all your stupid ass curls off and then your penis. Yeah. <laughs> But, so yeah, so I feel like Corey and Cheyenne, it's easy enough to follow along, like, what's going on with them, but Bristol and Dakota have a very weird and complex relationship where Dakota has serious mental health issues, they had a blown-off engagement, then they get remarried, then they have a a baby that he's not allowed at the birth of, and then less than a year later, they have another baby, and there is so much fucking context missing for this, and I'm gonna bitch about this every episode, I think, because there's... There's just too much drama there that we don't know for well, it to be very yeah. enjoyable to it follow. It feels them. like we came in like a season late and we it was just five like a seasons. Race. Late. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we can't catch up. Because how old is Sailor? Three, two. I think she's two and at least one. So there's just three plus years. I think in 2015 <laughs> it was is when they caught off the wedding. So we have right. like three fucking years of drama that I don't. So I can't care that much about their current drama because I'm like, okay, cool, you're fighting. Like, what do I care? Bristol could have replaced Amber so long ago, and I would prefer that. (laughs) Well, my thing, too, is I feel like, okay, now you're divorced. It's wrapped up. This drama, for the most part, is now wrapped up. Like, what is her storyline going to be next next season? Is it going to just be a continuation of... That's true. I haven't maybe, thought about maybe that. Maybe she'll run for office. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be her, like, single woman doing it for herself. Like, being We're just going to have to see agent. her going to jujitsu and shit. <laughs> a nightmare. <laughs> um, so that's kind of all that happens outside mm-hmm. of, uh, like, them being in New York. Oh, no. They also, Tyler goes and sees Yes. Butch. So Tyler, we'll talk about that now before we talk about the OGs going to New York. So... Tyler goes to see Butch, and his mom is there seeing his sister. And Tyler has some interesting theories on Amber. He does. Okay, I think the issue, one of the issues is that Tyler feels betrayed that Amber became an addict because I think he always kind of saw it as the two of them against Butch. Yeah, And I think he's upset that now Amber is like... Butch. Butch. And he also doesn't, he called Amber an irresponsible partier and doesn't believe she's an addict, which like, okay, maybe that's the case, but like, who cares? Like, she needs help. Clearly she needs help. Tyler is the one that was like, you need to go to treatment. And now she's there and he's like, I don't believe that she's an addict. By the way, I want to use this to segue into Leah did a, Okay, so I listened to Leah's podcast this week. I listened to it yesterday, too. I did, too. It was actually... She was surprisingly pretty good on it. What's it called? I don't... Life Rebooted? I think it's called... No, I think it's called Life Rebooted. I had to Google it, like, to find out the name. Her link is in the bio. It's her link in bio. Okay, great. But Leah admitted that she was... Had a problem with opiates. She said that she had a botched epidural... And then was given three months worth of scripts when she left the oh. hospital. And Which we kind of we knew. knew. We yeah. knew that. She had said that. From Addie. From Addie. Okay. Yeah. She had said that. 
but that she because at one point she had said that but then she kind of took that back Mm -hmm. remember like there was a time where she was like kind of giving information about the pills but then like after treatment she like never acknowledged it again but around that time she was talking to her mom on the show and she mentioned the botched epidurals and tylenol 3 Yes. Remember? Yes. So she says on this podcast that she, by the time the scripts ran out, she was addicted. Mm-hmm. She was physically dependent. And her dad apparently was living in their basement at the time. First of all, I thought they were living in a trailer there. Have we that ever double even wide. seen her dad ever? Never seen her dad. Had no idea he was living in her basement. Her dad's a drug addict. And she started getting pills from him after... Oh. But then they kind of blew past everything else no, that happened. she wasn't living in a trailer. That's when she was in that brown hoarder home. Yeah. Do you remember? No, 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 no. She didn't live in that until after treatment with TR. She they had were, no spiral staircase in this house. And, uh, then they, and they were going to sell it. Where we saw her go No, 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 no. That was 100% with TR post-treatment. I'm sure because the person made that post. I need to go back to my Instagram. Because <laughs> the person made that post and was like, we see TR leaving the house. Yes. Yes, you're right. No, this you're was right. a spiral staircase house, yes. and they had to sell it, which they owned, and they had to sell it because... Oh, because they Allie couldn't, couldn't get, get up, up and the down stairs. the stairs. Yeah. Okay. But... I hate myself for knowing that. Leah's dad was <laughs> living in her basement, and she started getting pills from her dad, and then she says, and then, you know, Corey came in, and, like, everything got worse, and she kind of blew past, like, right. her, why she lost custody, how bad things got. She said then she went to the doctor and was given, like, generic Valium. She called it benzodiamapan or something. I don't know what the name is, but, like, generic Valium, and she kept kind of saying she had no idea about drugs. She had never wanted to do any drugs and just, like, took what the doctor gave her and trusted the doctor. And then it got out of control. And so she went to treatment. And she did say Jeremy was, like, the only person in her life who supported her going to treatment. Oh. And Jeremy and his parents were basically the only ones that were, like, you need to go to treatment. Like, and then the friend. I guess the other the other woman who hosts the podcast with her is, like, her in-real-life friend. We've never seen her before. We've never seen her. And she sounds like a life coach. I'm a little confused as, <laughs> like, who she is and how she exists around she has Leah. the worst voice for podcasting. Yes, she does. <laughs> I didn't really get, like their relationship totally i'm not going to go back and listen to another episode unless it's like relevant to my interest so it will be a mystery but i did think it was interesting that she finally admitted that she had a problem with opiates she did say she went to treatment and they told her she wasn't an addict she was just dependent on the drugs which like whatever is there a difference personally like i don't know like i don't really understand what the difference is i guess like you could think of it like if you're not an addict then you can like, continue drinking and maybe using other drugs and nothing ever spins out of control. I don't know. I Like how Amber I is think, Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, I'm a person that, like, I have to have complete abstinence, but I understand that not everybody does, and I don't want to judge that. And, like, I just don't really get what the difference is between somebody who's an addict and somebody who is so dependent on drugs that they lose their children and have to go to treatment. That well, doesn't... She, she drained... Ali's bank account. That's yes. confirmed. Like, there's articles about it. She was ordered to put that money back in. Like, yeah. that's to a point. We saw her max out credit, credit cards, cards on TV. Like, like, they didn't go in. On this podcast, they really were like, it got bad, and then it got worse, and then I went to treatment. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the reason we got this podcast was because the whole podcast is about rebooting your yeah, life. Yeah, and her friend was like, you have to put this on the podcast. Right. She, I think so. They lost all credibility until she addressed Yeah, and this. they knew they would get a lot of press on it. Right. Yeah, I agree. I I think her friend seems smart. 
like I thought her friend seemed the person doing the podcast with her seemed to have an understanding of what needed to be said because even sometimes Leah like would say she would kind of like say something vague and then her friend would be like and you know the opiate epidemic like, <laughs> so like I think her friend like understood like I have a podcast with Leah we they had like three or four ads on this 30 minute podcast yes, yeah, like, totally. like I it was like watching an episode of Teen yeah Life. I think her friend had it a good understanding of what words needed to be said in a way like I am proud of Leah for being honest because this really is the first time she's ever been honest about this but my feeling is I don't believe she didn't know about drugs I will always believe that she partied with Robbie and yes. she partied and I think her and Jeremy were yes. using yeah. together yeah. when Jeremy passed out at his job I fully believe that he was like coming down from something or with I, I think Jeremy's issue was like they were partying and then Leah as Tyler, this is why I thought of it, that Leah then became an irresponsible partier. Right, yeah. And I think that that always bothered Jeremy. And that's like, and I think a lot of relationships where one person's an addict kind of start out like that because they're both using drugs and then one person gets like totally out of control. Because usually like somebody that does drugs doesn't get with somebody that doesn't do drugs at all. And I just don't believe that, like, she was so ignorant about drugs and had no idea and never wanted to touch drugs and then, like, happened to get drugs from the doctor and then became addicted and then never did a drug ever again. I just don't think that that's really what happened. But I do – I'm at least happy she finally said, like, I had a problem with opiates. I just don't think – she knew nothing because you cannot live in West Virginia your entire that life. That too. Yeah. Also, Robbie's an addict. The right. guy that she, like, this is also a huge part of this that has never been fucking talked about on this show. <laughs> Robbie, the guy that she cheated on both husbands with, has an opiate problem. And you mean to tell me that when she was an addict and cheating on Jeremy with another addict, like, they weren't, like, heavy drug users and not just, like, somebody that... I don't know. They really glossed over a lot of it. I really didn't like how she was, like... And then Corey stepped in and, you know, like, that happened. And it's like, you mean Corey, like, realized how fucking out of control you were and wanted to (laughs) save his children? Well, and I think that's why she's saying Jeremy was the only one who supported her. Because because Jeremy didn't take Addie. Jeremy never went for Addie. Yeah, that's true. Even when the police found Addie on the road, which I don't know if this has ever been talked about on here I don't know if I've ever talked about that on here. I think you have. When she, like, ran away. When Leah was passed out. Addie was under three, I think. And she was found wandering the side of a highway. Yeah, by the police and brought home. Yeah. And I think that's why she'll always feel that Corey wasn't supportive because he took the girls and aired her dirty laundry. I agree. And I think, so... Overall, I would say listen to the podcast. It was pretty interesting. Like I said, I thought her friend did a very good job of leading the conversation and not allowing Leah to stay so vague. Oh, the one other point. Leah says she went to treatment but didn't do drug treatment. She was on the trauma track. Let me tell you, I was on the trauma track too. Most drug rehabs at this point because they recognize that just doing like 12-step stuff like doesn't, it's not... It doesn't that, get up the deeper. Yeah, stuff. like that. So now, like, the way that treatment works is that they look at, like, core issues and people will be on the trauma track. But it's still, you're still at rehab. Right. Like, you're still in a drug treatment center. You're just on the trauma track that not everybody needs to or wants to go on. Like, the, tre- the second treatment center I went to, because I went to one in Pennsylvania and then I immediately went to one in Florida. And I went to that one in Florida so I could be on the trauma track. And I actually then technically wasn't on the trauma track because the trauma group was filled, but I did all of, like, the the Work. special trauma therapy. So it was this whole big thing. But I was, like, I did all the trauma. Like, 
being on the trauma track doesn't mean that you're not in drug treatment. So I found that kind of weird. I think she's just not she's ever. She's in denial a little bit. Do we yeah. think we will get this next no. season? Oh, on the on show? Maybe. But because they said that they filmed last season. They filmed and talked about the botched epidural and how much she changed. I don't know. She also said she wasn't as bad as she was shown on MTV and for as long. And I'm thinking she's talking about post-treatment Leah. But because remember how bad she was in that season post. The, the TR season is the post-rehab season. Yeah. Is that when she was like falling asleep? Yes. Yes. yes the and the kids. That died. Uh, no. No. That's the baby was went. before. Okay. Post is when they. The ravioli at midnight. Oh yes. And yes, like yes, not yes. getting the girls to school. That was all post and I think she hadn't even lost custody at that point. I think she lost custody post-treatment, didn't she? Yeah, I it think It was mid-treatment. So. Because remember, when she was at treatment, was the whole storyline of Corey's trying to take Yeah, but kids she didn't they... actually get the kids taken. Right, so I'm saying that didn't yeah. happen while she was in treatment. Yeah. Then, because we were still getting that storyline. Yeah, so I think it's like, I think it's a mix of like MTV obviously made it more dramatic. That's what MTV does. I just don't think, I don't think Leah has the capacity to ever be fully truthful about it with anyone, including herself. Yeah. I don't think any of the teen moms have the capacity to be <laughs> yeah, fully Yeah, because truthful. they're all, because I think it's like so fucking mind-bending to be on a reality show from the time you're 16. Yeah. And you basically have this double life of one that's edited and on TV for everybody to dissect and one that you're living in real life. And I think you're able to like convince yourself that things didn't happen because MTV edited it. Well, especially you, when there's such a time lapse between Yeah, when I, I think your brain, like, convinces yourself, like, that's not really what happened, like... That's not how I remember. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, like, this weird... I can't imagine that, like, you... And you get so defensive because of the people hating you online that I think your brain, like, as a way to protect yourself from what must be the trauma... Of being on a reality TV show, especially, like, during your darkest hours. Yeah. It's, like, convince yourself it didn't really happen the way that MTV showed it. Yeah. Yeah, so they're not necessarily lying. They just are lying to themselves. Yeah. And so they can't be truthful. It has to be, because there's been so many times where we've literally watched something happen on a season, and then the next season, the mom will be like, that I don't know why everyone thinks I hate my ex-husband. I don't hate him. And it's like, a whole scene of you saying you hate yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that was the detour. Let's get back to Tyler after a five-second break. Okay, so Tyler is in Texas visiting his dad. He's like, he goes, he talks to his mom, and as soon as his mom walks in, he's like, I already ordered a shot. And I was like, okay, Tyler. Like, <laughs> Sense the tone of the Does Tyler person. drink a lot? He seems to be drinking more now. Also, I'm really he sorry, was... but I'm going to crack this. Crack the okay. diet. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel like that was never really a thing with Kate and Tyler, that they were heavy drinkers. Well, like, he was like fully drunk in that one episode in the bar yeah, with his friend. Yeah, playing pool. Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Do you yeah. think MTV's been editing yes. around it and now they're trying to show it because of everything with Kate? Probably. Are they turning on Tyler? Right? No, okay. I don't think so. I think they are trying to show how hard it is for Tyler so he's drinking Back more. Right. Yeah, I just noticed like all of a sudden this season we're seeing him drink a lot more and I wonder if we're, we've just never seen it or if he's just drinking more because he's stressed, which is possible. I just... I was like, you ordered a shot, like, before you have dinner with your mom? It's like, very Amber. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, let's just sit I was going to say, it's very yeah. Vanderpump rules. I just, I'm, I'm not a shot person, so I don't understand this concept of, like, I'm just going to do a casual shot. At See, the dinner table. I'm at a the shot. dinner table, like, I have to be sad at a bar. I have to be already drunk to the Like, shots. broken up and, like, 
sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm a shot person because I want to get like as drunk as possible without having to like drink that much. Efficient. So that's, that's why I've always liked shots. Like that's just, what I did in like first year of university. Yeah, Sorry, I just freshman year. Um, <laughs> I just like going to a bar and like having college. two tequila shots like right off the bat and just being drunk. <laughs> we would have night class on Wednesdays and then we would go out after, so we would do like ten or fifteen shots of vodka oh and then God. get on the, in the cab. Yeah. I could drink a lot when I was, at, like, 18. Yeah. <laughs> Peak. I mean, this is England, ooh. so it's fucked up there. Girl, I can't handle that. I don't like liquor, so that I want no, to die. I don't like to taste my alcohol. It tastes no. like just dangerous, nail polish but I hate tasting my alcohol. So, yeah, I guess Tyler's just drinking more, but Kim is like, Amber needs your support. And he's like, I'm not giving her my support. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I thought that was good. Yeah, I thought it was good that Tyler was like, I, I just, I, I feel bad... I think it's good that Tyler is, like, sticking up for himself and not, like, giving himself fully to something he doesn't care about. But at the same time, it's, like, I do think it's weird that he's, like, insisting that she's not an addict. Like, insisting that she's just an irresponsible partier. Amber said that, or Kim said that Amber told her she was taking five Percocets or Dilaudid a day, which... I think she said both. If somebody's taking five... Tell somebody they're taking five, they're really taking like 15 to 20. Five is like a very low amount. If you're if you're an opiate addict and you're only taking five pills a day, like you're not taking a lot. Like, because you have to take like two or three pills at a time. But I got the vibe that Tyler didn't believe her. I think that's the thing. I think he thinks she's lying, but if that's the case, like, why did he want her to go to treatment in the first place? Well, I thought that she had a problem with uppers. Adderall. Yeah, Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. So I think that maybe that's why he's like, okay, sure, whatever. She's taking five Dilaudid or whatever a day, but she's not. That's not her real problem. Yeah. I think some. There's more to the story that we're not getting. And I think Tyler's just, like, spent. And I think that's fine. But I also think it's shitty that in the same breath he... Like, in the same episode, in the next scene, he's like, Daddy, you're doing so good! I'm so proud of you, Daddy! You got a license! And then he's like, fuck Amber! Yeah. And, you know, I thought it was interesting that Butch was being very sympathetic towards Amber. I thought... I I appreciated that, because... Uh, Tyler was like, she doesn't deserve your support. Or he said something weird, like that Butch shouldn't support Amber, and he's like, she's my daughter. Yeah. Like, I think a part of it is that he's worried that Butch, in his recovery, will take on someone else. For sure. And I think for sure, like, there's a reason that uh, Amber and Butch need to be careful together, because last season they made it seem like they were using together, yes, right? Like, I, that, was the, that was my impression. Yeah. Um, I just think, like... If I was Amber and, like, I saw how just Tyler, like, over and over and over again forgave Butch and let Butch do anything. And then I watch this episode and he's like, fuck you. And then he's, like, so proud of Dad. I'd be pissed. Well, I just think it's interesting because he's talking about her like a person fed up with an addict of just, like, I need her to hit my bottom. She's no longer my problem. I'm sick sick of her addiction. But then at the same time, like you said, turning around and going, she's not an addict. And it's yeah. Like, so then why can't you support her for being an irresponsible partner? Yeah. I think I understand why he's tapped out on Amber. She destroyed his house. Destroyed. They've been supporting her for a long time. I think it, I get and it. And her kids. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. watch her kids all the time. I get it. I have a lot of empathy for how he feels about Amber. And like, I don't want to criticize him for that. I just think it was very, I think if we didn't see him with Butch in this episode, it would have been a lot easier to, like, digest what he was saying. But because we did, it was like, what the fuck is going on? I think also he's a little resentful towards her because in, like, the amends episode, she kind of, like, brushed everything off being like, 
Because didn't he say, like, I thought he forgot so much stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she was like, what are you talking about? And he, I think he resents that she doesn't have the same memories of his addiction. That That's true. I think he, well, and he also said, like, he always felt like Amber was the one that got attention. But yeah. apparently Amber feels like Tyler is the one that got attention. I think there's a lot of weird dynamics with Tyler and Amber. And, like, I get why Tyler's fed up with her. But I also think it's weird that this, like, Amber's storyline is so prevalent on Teen Mom now. Because she was like, we never even saw her on screen until last season, well, really. Well, it was like a whole time frame where she was, I remember her being like on Facebook as like a stripper. Yeah, well like, they got her boob job, remember? Right. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> right, these things that you would think MTV would be like, oh, we gotta film this. Yeah. And yeah. Like, we didn't. Yeah, yeah. Because they just want them to talk about Carly every day. Every day. <laughs> yeah, this was a Carly-free episode Thank for the God. most part. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember them. They mentioned her, Kate mentioned her one time. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so Tyler is going through it. What was that house Butch was in? We were like talking through the house. Oh, it was, oh, it was was really nice. Yeah, so, okay, so let me explain halfway houses a little bit because I lived in halfway houses and managed a halfway house. By the way, if you want to hear my experience of mating Caitlin and Tyler, because I met them last week, I did a full bonus (laughs) episode. Come on over to Patreon be a subscriber. That's how you'll hear. But if you're not a patron, uh, I just want to say Kate was way smaller in person than I expected her to be. Tyler was extremely nice and personable. Kate seemed tired, but was still like so polite. When I asked for a picture, she immediately said yes. Like no hesitation whatsoever. And I really sucked up to them because <laughs> I'm a sucker. And this is why I will never try to get anybody on my podcast because I just suck up to them. And also people are like, did you tell them about your podcast? And I was like, Fuck no. I don't want them ever to know about my podcast. I would like to live in a world where none of the team moms ever know about my podcast because, like, I don't like the idea of them hearing what I'm saying. I think Farah vaguely knows, but I don't think she knows. No, Farah understands that the girl, Joanna, who came on my podcast has a podcast about Teen Mom. I think. I think that's what she thinks. She also does not remember that. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no. But at the time, I think she thought that. I don't really know, but. Who knows uh, what goes on. So Farah has maybe some sort of understanding. I'm sure, so like. podcast exists. Somewhere. I'm sure, like. MTV probably knows about this podcast. Like, producers probably, like, know about any podcasts that exist about teen. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a good producer, I think you would know. Like, I doubt they listen, but I'm sure they have an understanding of, like, what... What media is out there. Yeah, because, I mean, it's good for their brand if they're a podcast about the show. They have to have, like, a Google notification. Yeah, that's... Yeah, exactly. So, like, Yeah, so I'm sure it comes up. Yeah, I'm Tyler. I have a Google alert on my name and Teen Mom and Yeah, but, like, it's not like... Oh, God, yeah. It's not like this gets, like, published anywhere. But maybe if you had one about Teen Mom when it comes out, like, I don't know. But... I'm sure that Caitlin and Tyler don't know about this podcast, but I was extremely nice to them, and they were both extremely nice to me, and follow me on EBP underscore feathers on Instagram, and you can see all my Instagram stories from that night because I saved them. But anyway, back to, were we talking about Tyler, Kate? The house. The halfway house. Halfway house. Or okay, so in the half, halfway houses are just normal homes, and they set up in residential areas. They are pretty much unregulated they are they can just like exist anywhere and a lot of them are like code violations because of how many people they put in a house but they still do it and basically you just like usually the rooms have two or three people per room like you sleep on a twin bed but like usually they're pretty nice it's just a regular house that you live in and there are rules and you have to do chores 
and usually like you have to go to meetings and the idea you get drug tested and the idea is it's just like a sober living space for you to live in with accountability because if you get if you fail drug tests you usually have to leave like and just the idea that you're in a community of people that are supporting you so yeah they're nice like the ones i lived in were decently nice one was like right on the water in florida and we had a pool and that was great but also like kind of sucks to live in them because you have to live with like eight other people yeah well i just noticed because it was in a super nice neighborhood well that's also the thing is that like in florida these people like (laughs) will buy houses and then like a sober living house like moves in on their street and it's i always think about like how awful it must be for the neighbors because like everybody smokes in a sober living house so everybody's (laughs) always outside smoking at all hours of the night like it's like a mess but yeah they're nice neighborhoods like they're just normal houses it's not like being in rehab and you... It's just like a safe space before you... Yeah, like it's transitional. Life. Yeah. I lived in one for like over a year. Yeah, over a year. Oh, Probably wow. like 14 months because I was managing it for like right, six right, right. or seven months. And by managing, you just like dole out the chores and you do the drug tests. And it's like, I don't know, it's not that well, serious. people must have known it was a halfway house because he said someone yeah. knocked on the door. So you know, especially... so. In Florida, people know because it's, like, a thing. Like, mm-hmm. the There's treatment industry. Treatment yeah, the there. treatment industry is really big. I think if you lived in a place, like, that I would bet in Austin, usually the halfway houses are all kind of, like, near each other. And it's definitely possible that he just, like, knew that it was a halfway house. Or maybe that guy was in recovery mm-hmm. and, like, knew from the rooms where it was and then came by and asked, like, if anybody wanted work. And so Butch did that work, which was good for butch yeah he's pretty handy yeah but yeah they're nice like and they stay pretty clean usually because like they're required chores and like everybody has to pick up after themselves and they do like tours a lot like the owner will bring people through to do tours like treatment centers and prospective clients so it has to stay pretty clean because there can be like a short notice tour um oh yeah the most important thing about me living in a halfway house was that I got in the habit of making my bed every day, which I still do. Because <laughs> I like, started making my bed in this recent move in August. Yeah, it's, I just, like, it was a habit that I, uh, that I really kept with, making my bed. But yeah, so I think we can talk about the girls going to New York now. Ugh. Which, okay, I have two thoughts on Amber. On one hand... I get where she's coming from. I would be very pissed. Okay, I understand. Employers don't have to tell their employees who they're hiring. Okay, first of all, this is not a normal fucking job. It is a job, but it's not a normal job, and I hate when people pretend that it is. Like, there's nothing There's nothing similar to my job as there is to Amber's. (laughs) And, like, what Amber said was true. Like, it is bullshit that I, like, put myself out here so much and I can't even get a phone call that you're adding new people and I have to read about it in the press. You guys have to realize, like, the minute this breaks, they probably got 500 tweets and Instagram comments. Like, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Radar's reaching out. That's frustrating. But on the other hand, if these girls can't fucking understand that these producers are doing that on purpose, (laughs) they did not tell them on purpose. So it's like... What do you want to have a conversation with Larry about? Because he's just going to nod his head and say, you're right, Amber. You're right. We should have called you. And the next season, they're going to add another new girl and not fucking tell you because of how dramatic you were about it. And it's not like they have a say. Yeah. They're not going to, like, run the idea past Amber, Kate, and Macy. They're going to be like, this is what's happening. Because they kept saying, like, we just want to make sure it's a good fit. And it's like, well, you're not. It's not your choice. Yeah. But you like, don't actually have to work together, really. Like, this is what 
drove me crazy is like when Macy was on the phone with Kate and she's like, I trust you and Amber more than Which like anything so in this world. Like, really? You guys trust Amber? I don't know. <laughs> but then she's like, Kate was like talking about how it's fine if we just have to, even if we don't get along, we just have to see them like twice a year. And Stas and I were like, what about Farah though? That's the exact same thing. Well, I think the issue with Farah was that she would antagonize them. And like she would give interviews about how they were trash and like, yeah. and like she they said like, them up too. Yeah. She would be like, Oh, well, I have all these demands, and I, we're going to be late because I'm... No, know? for sure, but just the way they explained it was yeah. like, if we can't put up with them, it's fine. It's only twice a year. Yeah, I think the issue with Fair is just that, like, it built... It, like, I think for, like, three years, it was probably fine that, like, they didn't get along with her. And then but then it just, like, Eva. built and built and built, like, worse and worse behavior. I think part of the issue, too, is I think the girls think they got Farrah fired. We know it was a variation of either her sexual the porn, It was the porn. The yeah. porn, whatever it was, yeah. it was not Amber and Caitlin having issues with her because how many seasons did they film after the infamous fight? That's yeah. true. So, That's true. But I think they think like and remember, Macy was like, I'm not going to film. Well, yeah. that's supposedly the reason that they even brought well, in Bristol is because Macy was refusing to film with Ryan. Right. And Bristol is like new Macy. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, because that was another part where they're talking about how do you guys know each other? And they're like, oh. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. We did this um, teen pregnancy. What was, what was it, it called? A candies or something? No, they didn't even mention the name. They like, were like, we did like something with, you know, like teen pregnancy. Were, was, was it like a panel? Like and it's like nine years ago, I think. You guys went to Candy's Foundation. Like, we all know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> You guys were on a tour together. Yeah. You guys speaking tour. They act like they met once at, like, a party. I think MTV <laughs> told them to do that because oh, I think that they didn't want... They didn't want to say the name. Yeah, they well, they didn't want to say the name, and I think they just didn't want them to be, like... I think they wanted to downplay their familiarity because yeah, I think yeah. it just, like, didn't... For the drama. Yeah, for the yeah. drama. So, I also, like... I just... My sympathy is, like, kind of low because it's, like... If you haven't figured out that they're doing this for drama yet, like, bitch to each other, but her bitching to Larry, it's like, that's not going to change anything. Larry did this on purpose. Like, he's not going to come and apologize to you. I think their mistake, too, was letting Amber be the mouthpiece. Oh, always. Always a mistake to do that. She took it way too emotional and, like, far. And Larry's there with, like, a LaCroix being like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Amber? Mm -hmm." Yeah. Larry. Well, she they was, gassed her up, I think, and then Macy obviously would never actually oh, yeah. do that. So she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> Macy's like lost all of her credit at this yeah. point with the producers bringing in Bristol when oh, they brought in Farrah behind yeah, her she, back. Macy doesn't have the pull she thinks she has, and she know. Oh, she thought she has. I think because Ryan and Mackenzie are the true stars, and now we're being yeah. surprised. Also, Amber did say that she was worried that they weren't doing enough, and it's like, duh. <laughs> like, yes, I that's, did, that's my question why. also did they really think they weren't going to add a new girl that's what I'm confused yeah, about they did they really did they really think that like at the least Mac McKee wasn't getting added to this cast like there's no way everybody knew that somebody was going to get added right too boring yeah I was pretty surprised that a fifth person got added but then it made sense because I think they just really like as we see I mean we see it on Team Mom Young and Pregnant like I think they just really like the five girl format and because if there's not enough content, it's fine. Yeah, and I like I get it. It's I think it has its pros and its cons. I think Billy said this last week. The thing that sucks about the five girl format is that we're not getting as much backstory as we used to yes. because they don't need to fill so many scenes. Yes, but at the same time, they don't need to fill so fill so many scenes. So we're not getting as much like 
filler. Yeah. I think they truly thought someone from Team Mom 2 was going to get brought over. I think they uh, had convinced themselves that it interesting. was going to be, like, a Kaylin, someone who they got along with. Interesting. So they didn't have to worry, because... They and then think, they would just make it four on well, each show. Yeah. Especially yeah. because Kaylin huh. had been hanging with them out Yeah, yeah. And so, I'm assuming they thought, like, oh, they'll just bring Kaylin, and it's fine. We like Kaylin. We know Kaylin. Interesting. I yeah. wonder what that would have been like True. if they... I mean, I think they could have. Because Kaylin and Amber it. had that whole thing the, together where they filmed together at the reunion, right? Yeah, oh. I think Kaylin, I think Kayla would work on OJ. Like, I, think I think she would too. Yeah, I just listened to her podcast yesterday. And Why? Because I was on the train in New York. <laughs> wait. <laughs> and it was annoying. of Kaylin. Oh, wait, I, I was, okay. Oh, no. baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I like, I just don't care about it at all. So but I care baby, that he sold it to Radar yeah. within like two, two seconds hours. of her um, meeting. Well, he pre-sold it. There's no, yeah. there's, that baby, baby was like Fresh. Baby Eli Joseph was born. We love the name. What were you going to say about Kale's podcast? Um, Joe filed for child support. Yes. Joe filed for child support. It's big drama. Okay. I personally kind of think it's bullshit. Kale never took Joe to court for child support. So this whole time that he was paying her child support, he was paying way below the amount of money that he was making on Teen Mom. I think if they have 50-50 custody, which they do, apparently they were... Kale thought they were going to court just to like modify the child support and like drop it. it. Yeah. And but then she was, I guess she said like I offered to give Joe the money back since we got fifty fifty. And I'm like, nah, I don't know if you ever did that. <laughs> um, I think it's funny because it's definitely Kale getting a taste of her own medicine. Yes. yes. But at the same time, I also think it's weird and petty of Joe. It, and I don't get why he needs child support from Kale if he gets paid. $25,000 an episode. But don't they, aren't they not filming anymore? They're filming. Oh, they are? Well, then, also, I think it's shitty to give up, personally, I think it'd be shitty to give up your job on the show where you make so much money and then turn around and file child support, because yeah. it's like, it's coming from oh, the same place. so now you want child support, like, yeah. because you don't want to work on this show? Like, Can't I also, you lost yeah, income? I also think that, like, I don't believe that Joe works. I don't believe his flipping houses is a business. It seems like a pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. I also don't believe that... Everything's a triangle. I don't believe... <laughs> I don't believe that V is any sort of successful real estate agent. Well, she can't be. She, like, just started. Yeah. I, no one's buying a house from a 23-year-old. Yeah. No, just, I'm not. I just... I don't know. I'm not buying any house. <laughs> I wonder, like, what Joe and V's... I don't know. I also just think, like, it's shitty to do it without telling Kale. Yeah. But we all know how Kale reacts to stuff, so Kale maybe... had the funniest tweet about it. She was like, I'm so sad I had to miss the Fashion Nova party, but I have to face child support. <laughs> I just, I think it's funny because it's definitely, like, I can't actually feel bad for Kale because she's so getting a fucking taste of her own medicine. And it's so Kale to be like, oh, I'm just going to, like, file to get rid of child support and then file for full, like, child support from her. Like, that's 100% something that she would do. So I don't feel bad for her. But I also think it's, like, it's a weird move by Joe when things are, like, very stable and fine between them. Like, why would he want to rock the boat for money from her? I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Especially if he... It like, I mean, the reality is, is that Joe did not pay that much in child support the whole time that until they got 50 50. And there's no way that Kale was not paying for the majority of Isaac's life yeah. forever. Well, also, she Joe she talked about it because yeah. she was saying when she was asking for child support, and she was like, You don't pay for his sports, you and don't you don't pay. take him to his activities yeah. that I pay for. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, Well, you can just ask me for that. And yeah, she goes, I shouldn't have to yeah. yeah so yeah. I just think it's shitty because like I just feel like there's I bet 
for Isaac's whole life, Kale was paying 80% and he was paying 20% yeah. of it. Like, for his entire life. So it's like, okay, you have 50-50 now. Like, they have essentially the same lifestyle at both houses. That's like what Kale, she says on the podcast. Kale definitely makes more money because she does more Instagram posts and she has her, but like, she makes more money, but like, Okay, so Kale's also building a new house right now, like I guess a five hundred thousand dollars house. Is. But like Joe's house is probably two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and where they live, like there's not a huge difference. Like it's and probably, they just redid their house. It's yeah, a nice looking. It's house. It's probably Joe's house is probably four bedroom, two and a half bath. Kale's new house will be like five bedroom, five bath because it's new, and like it will just have like bigger. You know what I mean? Like, but it won't be like crazy, crazy. It's not like Kale's yeah. building a fucking huge mansion and Joe lives in an apartment. Yeah, like, yeah. they have. They both have homes that have multiple bedrooms. They both live in the same school district. Nice cars. They have nice mm-hmm. cars. Ground he can do. Ground he can pools. do. Does Joe have a pool too? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He yeah. doesn't have a fence around it. <laughs> <laughs> but Joe has a pool too. Like they have the same level of safety at both homes. Like he can get the same clothes at both homes. He can do Quality the same. Act- yeah, qual- yeah, same. Like when they do child support for like lifestyle, it means like when one parent does would live, like, in a one-bedroom apartment if they didn't have child support and the other parent would live in a mansion. Like, they're not... They don't need to be exactly equal. They need to be, like, comparable. And then it's also based on, like, who makes more money. Yeah. So, I think they're... I think Joe and Kale live very comparable lifestyles. So, Delaware does it where it's a percentage amount based off of how many nights each parent has the kid. So, the more nights and the closer you get to 50%, the less the other parent pays in child support. But I think also their incomes matter. It has to. But but it's like you take a percentage of, like, if you're a difference... If I remember correctly, because I did, like, an in-depth post on it, um, (laughs) they take, like, if you make 100000 and the other spouse or the other parent makes 80000 so there's that twenty thousand difference. Yeah. It's a percentage of that based off of how many nights. Okay, um, that makes sense, yeah. and that's probably like what their difference probably is. Like Kale's probably making like five hundred thousand a year, and Joe's making like two fifty or three hundred a right. year. So it's like not like there's a difference, so but it's not, not when you like, have that much money. It's yeah, not, it's yeah. not like Kale's making five hundred thousand dollars a year and Joe's making forty thousand right. dollars a year. Like and they're like still living in like. Philly yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just I think it's petty of Joe, but I also think it's funny. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Anything is funny with Kale. Like yeah. she's just a dumb dumb. Yeah, and pettiness. <laughs> okay, so back in the re at the OG, Cheyenne is really uh, worried to meet everybody, and Caitlin described this as kind of weird. She said Cheyenne was really cool and like really nice, and they like really vibed and. Like, I, I can see that. I like, I that. bet Cheyenne's like, hey, how are you? I'm shy. Like, because she's done reality she's, shows. Yeah. She's been on like, group reality yeah, shows. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Shows she's been on, you have to live with Yeah. People. And where you really you meet people. And I think yeah. she understands, yeah. like, how. Yeah. She understands, like, how to come in and be, like, non-threatening and, like, just, like, mm. open and honest and cool. And, like, I think that was her plan. And then Caitlin said... Bristol was different. She lives a very conservative life, and we don't come from a conservative family. What did she mean by Aren't that? They, uh, pro-life. Yes! <laughs> I think she meant conservative in, like, a... Like, mannerism? That's what I think. Upscale yes. I think she meant Bristol's rich, and that Bristol's, like, withholding of and her emotions. And, like... Yeah, and I think their family's like, ha! 
like, with, like, everyone they've ever like, met. I feel like my <laughs> entire have very much always leaned into, like, we come from Michigan white trash, yeah. and, like, yeah. that's our core, and we're okay It was just it. weird that she used conservative, because, like, Because they're know, conservative. Yeah, and we know Bristol's, like, being conservative, but, I, I mean. they're less conservative than Bristol, though. Like, I don't think Well, they, I don't like, think they are conservative on, like, in any. anti-gay rants and stuff. Well, I mean, they went on their pro-life speaking tour, yeah. and were, like, paid yeah. to be pro-life speakers. I think that's probably the only thing they're actually conservative about. And everything else, they do not care and they don't vote and they don't consider themselves political. Crystal's very religious as well. She's constantly posting, like, Bible studies. Yeah, Tyler's best friend, a lesbian. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, they've always had gay friends. Yeah, Yeah, so I think, and I think Kate has had some gay friends and I think that they are totally apolitical Except their pro life stuff, which to me means they're deeply political. But I don't think <laughs> I think they're just. I don't stupid. think they view themselves that way. No. Yeah. I, and also, like to be fair, they really haven't done the pro life stuff since they stopped speaking. Yeah, they getting could, paid it's to speak very possible about it. That they change their minds. Yeah, they change their oh, minds. I, yeah, I went to Catholic school and I was brainwashed. And I well, and also like they were getting I, okay. They were getting so fucking gassed up by these, like, right-wing pro-life people that were paying them to speak and, like, how incredible their story was. And this was when the show was off the air. So it was their only source of income. And I think people were just like, you guys are fucking amazing for this. And, like, (laughs) they were so, they were young and they're like, well, we chose adoption so everybody should. Mm -hmm. And I think they don't like their adoption that much anymore. I think they've had more exposure to other types of people and I think they're not getting paid anymore. So not... I don't know. I could see them, like, just not being, like, yeah, we're pro-life, but, like, they don't actually care. And I don't believe they vote, and I don't – they don't post about it anymore. They used to, like, go to, like, real pro-life functions and, like, post about it online, like, even non-paid ones. Like, they were at stuff like that. But I think they consider themselves apolitical in general. Like, I would be very surprised if they vote. So I think when they say, like – She's conservative. They mean like stuck up in her mannerisms. Yeah, they mean stuck up. Yeah, yeah. Stuck up. and like withdrawn. Almost. Yeah, withdrawn. Yeah. And maybe like anti-gay stuff. And maybe they're just like we love everybody and like don't understand that being pro-life like is conservative. <laughs> yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they're not very smart. Exactly. Like, <laughs> It was like that thing where you gave that example of like Kate and Ty don't know anyone who wears a suit. Yes. Like. Yes. They don't have. The, <laughs> I mean, those shoot. Go watch Kate and Tyler 16 and pregnant and they go, he's a businessman. Like oh, about they were. Brandon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were so impressed with the fact that Brandon and Teresa had that had nice, like they had that Brandon had a job that he wore a suit to. He was a businessman that Teresa would be a stay at home mom and that they had that nice house. Like yeah. that was so far out of their worldview and, like, anything that they knew. And, yeah, I think that that's how they associate Bristol. And I well, think... Well, they know who her mom is. They have to yes. know. And yeah. I think they also just, like... I think Bristol probably just, like... I can imagine when pe- Bristol meets people, she's, like, so reserved. And, like, she's soul-sucking. She yeah. does not have a lot of energy or per- personality. And so I bet when someone like Kate... I think when Kate meets people, she expects them to be, like... Hi, Kate. How are you? Yeah. Like, girl, what's up? I love like because that's literally well, how she just animated. Des- that's yeah. literally how she described Cheyenne and why she was vibing with her. So I think if she meets anybody that's like withholding, she like automatically is like, well, I didn't get them. Like, I didn't vibe with them. And then they had a really weird conversation where Kate was explaining this interaction to Tyler, and then he's like acting it back oh to her, God, like she reads. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, and then it was like. Ooh. <laughs> I was just, was were they on FaceTime? No, no, they were in the face to face sitting together. And she was, she, he was like, oh, so Cheyenne was all, oh, yeah, what's up, dude? And Bristol was all, oh. oh. 
That's how you can tell they've known each other forever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly yeah. What he was saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that was exactly what she was describing. She exactly. was like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> what I meant." <laughs> That's how you know someone's known each other forever when you have those, like, where anybody else that's following the conversation is like, excuse me, <laughs> but they, like, 100% understand each other in that moment. They're a little bit like Bar and Ashley in that way. Yes. Where yes. they're actually friends. Okay, did anything else happen? On, well, sometimes like, they're friends. Yeah. I think, I don't know yeah. if they're friends, you they just know, I mean. know each other very well. Um, you know what I mean. Yeah. I have to say, I thought Caitlyn looked Beautiful. Yeah. Minus the pearls. I liked that dress. The yeah. pearls were too heavy with the that pearls dress. pearls made her look older. I mean, they were come on. She's never going to get it totally right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. She's always going to have, like, yellow tights yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Amber looked really good as well. Um, but clothing-wise, Macy looked good. But I always feel like Macy's too casual compared to she everyone is, else. She always is. too casual. I'm just a girl who likes to wear Converse oh. and jeans. <laughs> Am I right? Is that Macy yeah, all day? Are. I'm just a girl who loves my Chuck Taylors. Like, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> she was wearing, she was in this yeah. like, really pretty silk top, and then her yeah. was in jeans. And it was like, if you just did cool black slacks, like, yeah. like a high Yeah, and a boot. And like, oh, a, you don't even so have to put on cute. heels. You can just, I don't wear heels. Like, I never, never. wear heels. Yeah. But I, like, my shoes never look informal. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you can all, like, there's a low boot, a low comfy boot is always possible. I don't know. Macy has bad fashion. I just love I hate her reunion looks because I always feel like everyone on stage is dressed for a different opening. Yes, always. <laughs> and you know what though? You're right. Macy always has a great top yeah. and then not a great bottom. Literally skinny, dark yeah, wash skinny jeans. Always. And either like a black flat type thing or a converse. Yeah. I also think that Kale usually does a good reunion. Sometimes she'll get crazy, but I think Kale has a pretty good understanding she'll of... She'll do trendy. Yeah, trendy and sometimes it works and sometimes yeah, it does. doesn't. In all of her reunion looks, she'll look back in 10 years and be like, girl, all of those choices. <laughs> like her clown pants. Yeah. Or like the super shredded yeah. jeans that yeah. we're all gonna regret. Yeah. We were saying too, we thought they got a new makeup artist because yes. all of their makeup Macy's looked amazing. Macy's did look amazing. Did yeah. Macy have her hair up? Yeah. Because I yes. hate Macy's. It was bad ponytail. Huh? like that top faux hawk. She I, hate, oh, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> I hate my hair. She has a five head. She has yeah. a big forehead. But Macy's five head. <laughs> and like, I hate the way it's like pulled. And she's so thin. Like, and it's she her needs spacer more. earrings. Like, yes, can we stop? So 2005. Oh, the tunnels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She still has and them. Yes. But if she took them out, her ears would look disgusting. She has to wear That's something. That's the problem. Yeah, but I don't I mind you the can tunnels. Do it. Like, they you just had them. to do it. Oh my god! Oh. You, you cut them and then you sew. Them. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's just. I want Amber to have hers reconstructed because yeah, they make me want to vomit. My ear lobes are all fucked up. Also, too. baby jeans is so cute. Oh, the other storyline oh, yeah. is oh, that yeah. <laughs> Amber thought she was pregnant, and Andrew really wanted her to be pregnant. Like Andrew's not right. I've been saying it all along. No, he seems okay on Can the I show, but he's not right. Yes, I was so shocked by that storyline because I did not think Andrew and Amber still had sex. Really? <laughs> I think they have a lot of sex. See, I... Isn't she a sex addict? Is she still? Allegedly. Well, I think that... Dr. Drew thinks everyone's a sex that, addict, so... That's so true. But I think, <laughs> that, I think that Amber has to be having sex with the person that she's with because of her borderline... I think, like... Right. I think that's that she needs to feel loved, and if she's not having sex, then she does not feel loved. So that's what do you true. think 
are Amber's love languages. Physical touch. Yes, and words, words of, of affirmation, affirmation, which is why she fucking loved Matt and, so much. Because, right. you know, Matt is like Brooks from the OC. Remember he'd write Vicky those cards yes. every day? Yes. And I bet Matt every day was like, you are fucking amazing. I love you so much. You're so beautiful. You're the most amazing person on earth. And I bet... You're the Mustang I bought with your money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she cared about gifts because he'd be like, we deserve yeah. this, babe. I don't think she's like, okay. I don't think uh-huh. she cares about gifts either because I don't think Amber is materialistic at all. I don't know. I don't think she, she has she that is. nice... So she has the nice house and like the nice car, but like her clothes are all shitty. Like she never has yeah. a nice purse. Have you ever noticed her with a nice yeah, purse? Yeah, she doesn't have nice jewelry. I yeah. she likes the air of being materialistic without the follow through. So she wants to look... She always dresses how she thinks a wealthy person that's dresses. true but yeah. she always misses the mark because a wealthy person and I think she spends money because she's hope. she spends money because she's <laughs> irresponsible but like she's not it's not like like Chelsea who she has like all of her like baby wraps are like two hundred dollars or right. something. For example, like Chelsea's materialistic. Chelsea like, has a thousand dollar stroller. Chelsea likes nice things. Oh, I yeah. think. I think. <laughs> I also have. I think that <laughs> Amber is more likely to go and spend five hundred dollars at Target on crap. Yeah, that Mace. Where uh, Chelsea's more likely to like have all designer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So I don't. I think Amber is just an irresponsible money spender, which is why she has like a house that she does not need, a mm-hmm. car that she does not need. But I don't think she actually cares about gifts and stuff like that because I don't think she, like, really cares that much about stuff. I think she needs constant 24 hours. She's like Janelle. Yeah. It's yes, why yeah. none of her boyfriends can have jobs because their job needs to be Amber. And Amber not being on birth control is, like, I don't know why I'm still shocked when these girls aren't on birth control. I think they all think they can't get pregnant so soon after having a baby. Every she's not time. even breastfeeding, which is a myth. But right, like, it's a myth, yeah. Every fucking time one of these girls is not on birth control, I'm fucking shocked. I'm like, what? Even though, <laughs> even though the like, show is about them there's having... There's 7,000 babies <laughs> born on this fucking show because they're not ever on birth control. And it's just like... Oh, and by the way, the one thing we didn't discuss is that Kate is pregnant in this episode. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We so were when, talking about that yeah, we, So <laughs> when they filmed this little thing, a picture was posted of five hands, like, cheering, cheersing, cheersing. Cheersing. there's four margaritas in a glass of water, and everyone's like, oh, shit, someone's pregnant. We couldn't really figure out who it was. Shortly after that, the Caitlin pregnancy rumor started, and then, like, a month later, it's confirmed that she's pregnant. There is one scene where they, like, on camera, where they all have a glass of champagne. I think it's possible that there was sparkling cider or something in uh, Kate's glass. Or she, like, had two sips of it. She held it and didn't drink it. Or even if she did drink it, she had, like, one or two sips. Like... What if the producers only serve sparkling outside? Like, what if these girls is pregnant at every reunion? Oh my god, and they think that's what champagne tastes like. <laughs> but I really... <laughs> I don't think it'd be a big deal if, like, Kate was, like, not trying not trying to be on film, like, not having the alcohol, and she had two sips of the champagne and then put no, it down. No, people do like, that at no. their weddings. That's yeah, what you're like, talking yeah. about. Like, who cares? Yeah, my cousin who is an alcoholic, like... Touched it to her lips and then put it down at her wedding. And really? Yeah. Because she yeah. didn't want people Cause to she, know. Well, she, no, people knew, but she just, like... Didn't want it to be a she thing. She didn't want it to be a thing. Yeah. So And then she, like, put it down and drank water. Yeah. I think, like, it's very possible that Kate, like... Well, I mean, what's two sips of champagne going to do with I mean, you? I put it on Mother's Day. We didn't tell... Well, for those listening that don't know, I'm pregnant. Oh, yeah. 
Jess over here is eight months pregnant. <laughs> While we were recording, she was eating three different desserts from the cake box. And they were all good. But also, we, on Mother's Day, I knew I was pregnant, but we hadn't told my parents yet. And my dad was like, give your mom a toast with champagne. And I was like, no, I'm driving. And he was like, no, you're doing it. And I was like, okay. So I just like put it to my lips and put it back on the table. Yeah. Cool. Like, it's and not hard to... And plus, if you swallowed it, like, yes. literally, yeah. who cares? Like, well, two yeah. sips. And I think you don't realize how much other people aren't drinking around you. There's been so many... Not so many, but like a lot of times where, like, I've been with someone and they're pregnant and I didn't know. And I'm like, I didn't even notice you weren't drinking. Because people are so into themselves. I was in a wedding I'm, a, few, I'm so <laughs> a few weeks later. And, like, we had... We made our own mimosas. And I picked up the bottle of champagne put it on the table and picked up the orange juice and poured it in my glass and drank it and no one noticed yeah. because no one's paying mm. attention to what you're doing. Yeah, That's a good so, tactic. But, yes. but fun, it was fun tip. <laughs> it was more noticeable in the four margaritas and the one water. glass yeah. of water. Um, so yeah, I think that's it for OG. Should we move on to Young and Pregnant? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So much <laughs> I want to start with Ashley breaking the fourth wall. That was the first time that the fourth wall has been broken on this show. I noticed. At the very beginning, she said, Shen and I made up last week, but watching yourself yes. on TV is very oh, hard. Right, right, And the right, episode right. with the physical altercation is going to air this week, so I made a post about it. I was like, oh shit, I think the issue, they haven't been showing that much of like the insanity that is their online fighting. Like their no. online fighting is insane it's but been like on the world army yeah <laughs> they it, like they show it a little bit but mm-hmm. i think they had to break the fourth wall in this case because it just like got so out of control and they weren't sure like how i think they weren't sure how to explain that everything switched so quickly without breaking the fourth wall and so they just let her say that like one thing and then they moved past it because well, they didn't acknowledge it again, and it was in a voiceover, yes. if you notice. So I think they made, they edited it all together, and they're like, we have to have her say about what's going on, because right. this story doesn't make sense without yeah. it compared to last week's, and they didn't have her and Barr film talking about it at all, because they probably didn't want to actually break the fourth wall, but editing it together, they're like, fuck, this doesn't well, flow. And they had edited in scenes of their lives. Of theirs and Pastor T's Instagram live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, I think yeah. that was done after the fact too. Of like, we need to fill in like yeah. this drama. Then there was the voiceover, and she was like, "My mom." And oh she yeah, 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 yeah. Live. And so I think it was like, yeah, because she didn't talk to Pastor T about it. She no. wasn't like, "Why the fuck are you getting in with right. Shannon?" Yeah. yeah, I, think I saw you're her right. live. Like, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. That like, and I think also they had to explain like, why are they going on Instagram live? Right, because they can't like. If I went on Instagram live and started talking shit, like, 788 people would see it. Or, like, however, you know what I mean? Like, they have to explain. I don't have that many followers. It's like, say that it's meta. Yeah, it, like, wouldn't matter. But it matters if Pastor T, who probably has 50,000 followers, gets on and does an Instagram live. And then Shen, who has probably 200,000 followers. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. think... I think they went back and made, like, an executive decision that, like, actually has to break the fourth wall. But we're only going to do it. In this, inter- like, Which in a is voiceover. So stupid. I know. Like, I wish just they would just give it up. Stupid. I think it's really, it's really hurting Kayla's. Like, this week we'll get there. But when Kayla's talking about moving out, it's like this bitch just got a part time job at Ulta and yeah. we're supposed to believe that she can afford to move out. No, well, she'll like be when able Lexi to, got the car. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. she'll be able to do that because she's getting $25,000 from this season one of the show in fucking Instagram posts. Exactly. Yeah. Especially because. So that altercation was like the season finale, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that means that their Instagram feeds are getting off. Like this exactly. is like right when they're probably getting Instagram money. Like yeah. this is right when Kayla's like, because Kayla was one of the first from the, the babe. 
from the yeah, <laughs> yeah. from the TMYP girls. Kayla was the first to, like really start getting that like the clickbait articles, the uh, like tagging like hair extension places like low budget the stuff. places you should not get your hair extensions. Yeah, like she was doing low budget stuff, but she was definitely I noticed the first she was doing cameo. Remember? Yeah. And so her and Jade, Jade, I got two birthday cameos from Jade. Oh my god, his <laughs> response time was so slow. I'll have to find them and post them on the Young Impre- or my. Uh, Instagram feed. I didn't have that at the time. Why do none of the OG or two girls do cameo? Do you know how much fucking money? money. Fair fair dozen is really expensive. Does fair? I would pay Janelle. Well, I would pay two hundred dollars for a cameo from Janelle because I'm a bad person. Janelle, (laughs) honey, if you're listening, get on cameo. Two hundred dollars, right? I've been calling for this forever. Yeah, but or like Chelsea. Oh my Chelsea god, Chelsea would make so, so much money. money. Oh my god. People it's would such easy so, money. It's so, they're 15 seconds long. I Jade's, know. I appreciated Jade's. They were pretty, pr- I've seen some really lazy ones. Carolyn Manzo did one uh, for Molly. For oh yeah, I remember EDP. that. That was, it's on Molly if you follow her on Instagram, at Malls, M-O-L-L-S. It's like if you scroll back a little bit. Carolyn Manzo from Real Housewives of New Jersey did one for Molly that is so fucking genuine like i was like molly this is so genuine she said i'm honestly almost embarrassed watching it because caroline is like like she read like she's like emotionally broken psychos that's sad are you okay like (laughs) and it went on for like 35 seconds like way longer than a normal one but i was like this is so like nice and genuine and sincere but yeah so kayla and jade were the first like really start monetizing and kayla like at this time, has probably made from MTV and then with Instagram, she probably made like you know five thousand dollars from Instagram. Is like yeah, I sure. have first class in security. Yeah, like I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. Like yeah. it's great that I have this part time job at Ulta, but we're not getting that. So when her mom's like, "With what money are you going to move out?" She I'm, can't say like, like because I'm famous. Yeah, she can't say show. like I've I've been, I've monetized my Instagram, bitch. <laughs> like I'm in the big leagues. Fashion Nova's <laughs> sending me free clothes now. Like, it made sense back when it was like the OG girls when they were Instagram. Yeah, because, there was, because no, there was no Instagram. There was no monetized Instagram. Yeah. Exactly. But now we're in a different world where it immediately means you're famous as yeah. soon as you're on a reality show. I did find it interesting though when her mom was like, "Okay, well I'm done paying your phone bill." And well, she we're not like, there yet. <laughs> we, have a lot, we have a lot of thoughts. But so yeah, I was. We're on Ashley. Yeah, show. I was pretty like impressed, I guess, overall with. Ashley, with them breaking the fourth wall with Ashley, um, I really liked, even though Pastor T hasn't kept to it because she gets into a ton of online drama, I really liked when Ashley called to be like, I made up with Shen, and T was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, like, I got, I felt that. Like, what is more annoying than you, like, supporting, it's like when you have a friend that's in an abusive relationship, and you go with them to court to, like, get their restraining order, and then they call you, like, two weeks later, and they're like... <sighs> Jeff moved back in, and yeah. you're like, "What?" I just yeah. loaded my car with all of Jeff's stuff yeah. to drop it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And Jeff I think, with a G. So I think that's like where Pastor T was, where she was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, because Pastor T, we know his like is always the one that Ashley runs to, and I think T also knows like if she's with Shen, that means like Shen's in T's life, right? And it's just like, it's just. I got what she was saying. I appreciated her being like, Ashley, you're fucking crazy. You're crazy for inviting her back in this. But we keep saying this. It's a constant, her and Shen try to make things work, and then they realize they can't make things work, and so they're fighting again. Yeah. It's like, stop trying to be friends. Just stay yeah. You're never going to be friends. Well, they can't, because Ashley's a... She's not as dramatic as Shen. I don't want to say that, because Shen is, like, next, next level. level. 
Charges dropped. No evidence. That's my favorite thing ever. Yeah. Shen is like on a different universe than everybody else, but Ashley is extremely dramatic. Like extremely dramatic. Pastor T is very dramatic. So they, it fuels and like they can't, it's never ending because like they're never ending with each other. You know what I mean? Like they're constantly, constantly going back and forth and it's never going to change unless Unless Ashley and Pastor T make the conscious decision to log off, basically, and, right. like, refuse to interact with her on any level. And that will never like, happen. Like, the drama's not stopping. Because the reality is, is that they can't get Shen to stop doing anything. Yeah. Shen is fucking crazy. And, but if Barr, Pastor T, and Ashley continuously engage with her, like, it's never going to stop. And they can't stop themselves from engaging with her because they're all dramatic as fuck. Yeah. That's why they're on TV. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I also like how she was like, my mom's Atlanta move fell through. Oh, yeah. Like, we know. <laughs> We're really shocked. Can we talk about Pastor T's sparkly red lip? I was obsessed. <laughs> I she had it on sparkling. Oh, yeah, because you were driving, so you weren't yeah, watching. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she I had a comedy on my stuff like, where's that lipstick from? It was full red glitter. Did it look great? Oh, my God. Oh, amazing. yeah. She had red glitter earrings on. And then pretty, a navy pretty. blue outfit. Yeah. And it popped. <laughs> it was a bold look for uh, a diner. I also loved, at, this was a classic line when Ashley's like, I need to get my mind off of what's happening, so we're going to have a family photo shoot. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. It was the it was the, the denim one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah which I loved. Honestly. They were both in full denim. I like when Barr and Ashley lean into that stuff. Because I think it's their yeah. true selves. It's, yes. And I like that. I will say, I like that Barr and Ashley just, like, lean into their true selves. We need more of that. Yeah. it's what Authenticity. Makes them, it's what makes them good TV. And Barr also said, like, I'm sick of Shen. Like, I don't want to talk to her. Which is wild. I mean, him. then he goes back. Of it's course. Like, I just... But even to say that. I think it's... I don't even know. Like, I don't know. I don't think there is a way to fix what they have. And I think them going on TV was the most insane decision they can make with someone like Shen in their lives. Yeah. Because they gave her an army of people. <laughs> yeah, and a platform to be crazy. Yeah, and a platform to be crazy. And I think that it was always bad. But I do think if TV was not involved, they could cut contact with her. Because they could just block her. And then Shen could talk all her shit. But Shen only has... 350 followers and they're all her family and her adopted children mm-hmm. so like who's showing Barr and Ashley all they have to say is like I don't want to see that like yeah. you know someone sends in a screenshot and they can they can be like we have her blocked for a reason we don't have contact with her anymore we don't want to talk to her please don't continue to send us and then Shen could run her mouth and they would never know right. but they can't ignore they've created a situation in which they cannot ignore Shen and also for what it's worth Shen cannot ignore them because anytime anybody says anything they, even if they have each other blocked, they get it sh- screenshotted to them 7,000 times. Yeah. So there's just no way. And also, Ashley takes no responsibility because she's like, you know, it made me feel some type of way. So I posted online and then she was mad. I took it down. But like, that wasn't good enough for her. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Impression. Because the internet guys, is forever. Because you guys made amends. And then a minute later, you posted online about how much you hate her. Like, of course, Jen popped off. You know how she is. And they continue to engage with her. And it's just... It's such a sick and toxic situation in which Ashley and Barr are full participants, but they pretend like they're not, and that's pretty frustrating to me. Do you think being on TV, they thought, would shame Shen into not being who she is? Do you think that they thought Shen's going to get a bad edit, and everyone's going to be on our side and hate her, and that will 
maybe maybe it just backfired because she's such a good character yeah i also think that they didn't think that far ahead that's true that's so possible but i do i do (laughs) hear what you're saying and i think it's pot i yeah i think okay so i didn't think they thought it would like stop her but i think ashley was like everyone's gonna see how crazy shen is and i'm gonna be so great and nobody will even be believe like the shit I have to put up with, and that is like half the people. Yeah. But then the other half of the people love a villain and love a crazy person. Yeah, and they think they're setting up people to be a villain, but then they just end up being yeah. like a fan favorite, <laughs> like Butch, for yeah. example. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, so I don't know. Shen supposedly quit the show because Pastor <laughs> went on Instagram <laughs> and said that white girls give head for free and that black women never would do that. <laughs> Which is so funny. Like, that's hilarious. And then Pastor T said that Morgan J. Freeman didn't care about the racist attacks coming from T. So she hasn't filmed supposedly since that scene. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. I went to go see how many Instagram followers she has. Who, Shen? Yeah, she has 43,000. Yeah. And the first thing, like, in her bio was, like, the no sign, racism. (laughs) Shen hates racism. Do you think Shen will become a Nova babe? Is she already a fashion Nova babe? Uh, no, I don't think. Honestly, I don't think Shen like cares, and I don't think Shen is a single sponsored post. Like, no, but she um, loves I, her clothing. Yeah, but I think that she loves Shen, a white jean. She loves a white she loves jean. A white jean. With I think, a blue vest. <laughs> I think that Shen like truly does not care about monetizing herself. Like, truly. Well, didn't she make T-shirts or something? Yeah, no, but she like, her her own, yeah. like her own. Like her own. I think she's like not. I really don't think she... I think she just, like, is high off of having followers. Yeah, I think she's just an attention whore. Yeah. Love that. I also love that they had screenshots from the Shen's World Facebook group. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Which I think is now blown up recently. Uh, I remember there was drama. She got forced down. <laughs> of her own army. <laughs> That's classic. Okay, so Jade. Jade, girl... Girl has let Sean move back in with her until he finds a place. And my question is, does Sean have a job? Absolutely. Yes, he's a SoundCloud rapper with uh, 200 listeners. Little Foot. DJ Lil Foot. Which is funny because my dad used to love... Just Lil Foot. My dad used to love the band Little Feet, which is like a... A country music, is that like a SoundCloud rapper. N- uh, no, there's their it's big song is Dixie Chicken. You've probably heard it, which is what the band the Dixie Chicks based their band oh. on. Because one of them said, "I won't be a Dixie Chicken, but I'll be a Dixie Chick." But my dad loved Little Feet, so anytime I hear Little Foot, I just think of it's the worst. Yeah. It just reminds me of the Land Before Time. Yes. Yeah, he's a huge fan. <laughs> or that, like, he actually has very small feet. <laughs> So Sean has no job, and she's like, he's just living here until he finds a place to live. And I'm like, how's, well, once again, I guess with MTV money, but it's like, Sean is so obvious, like, first of all, it's so obvious they're fucking, because he's like, I did notice when I glanced down that he was, like, rubbing her and, like, touching her. He was folding her Her laundry. laundry. (laughs) We were so shocked. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Because we thought it was Chloe's laundry, and then he held up a pair of Jade's underwear. And folded it, and she was like... Oh my god. First of all, who's doing this? I'm sure. Yeah, so. How pissed are you if you're her friend? Right? Oh they my like, god. Visibly, they were all visibly pissed. Yeah. Imagine, like, well, also, like, not for nothing, I blame her friend for even moving in with yeah. Jade when, like, Sean is not, like, a thousand percent out of the picture and hasn't been for two years. Exactly. Because, like, and imagine living with them, like, those two yell. Yeah. Like, I noticed that about Jade when they were talking about her getting dental work and she was. Literally, it was just a conversation. She was like, and they said that if I can't get it done locally, I might have to go under. <laughs> she sounds enraged. Yeah. 
And Sean was like, wow, that sucks so much. Yeah. And I was like, where did you take the, it to this next level? The two of them yell at each other. I can't, I would be so mad if I was their friend. Okay. I mean, like, but it was so obvious because she's like, well, I guess Sean's bringing his stuff to my place. And it's like, yeah, because he's homeless. He doesn't have a job. Like, He's staying with you. And I love how they're like, Chloe's so happy when her mom and dad are together. I'm like, Chloe Chloe's, doesn't give two she's shits. She's eight months yeah. old. Like, Chloe just <laughs> likes to chew on balloons. Yeah. <laughs> when they like pan to Chloe in her car seat and Sean and Jay were like arguing and Chloe was chewing on the bottom end of a balloon string. And I was like, no one's going to stop this from happening. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> she's in the backseat with five balloons right now. <laughs> So yeah, that was Jade's big drama that Sean has moved back in just as a friend for Chloe and they're moving in together. Although we know they have another breakup because she started seeing another guy at some point, but they're back together now. She also wore yellow eyeshadow to the dentist. That's tough. So bold. Yellow eyeshadow is (laughs) tough. Okay, so remember when we were talking, well, not we, you. I was listening to your podcast. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm there. Um, Remember, you were talking. You had a guest on. You were talking about how you think Janelle got all this dental work done for drugs. Yes, Yes. that thought crossed my mind when Jade was like, "I might get my wisdom teeth out," and because she just did the coke in her birthday because it was the week before. Yeah, she got the clonopin. Out of van. That's what she got. Yeah, and so that like. Interesting. I recently got Ativan for dental work. It's pretty common, I think. Yeah. Well, no, she got it for. Yeah. Did she get? She got the Ativan well, for got her that panic for the attack when she was having anxiety. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that and she was like, I don't want to get it done that day, but I have to. And it's like, do you have to? Like, no, yeah. she's doing it. Oh yeah. Wisdom teeth normally aren't like an emergency yeah. surgery. No, it's something you know about for quite a while. Yeah, well, and you can always reschedule. And you do yeah. it because it's annoying you, right. and it's like uncomfortable, not because like your teeth are gonna fall out or whatever. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Good point, Jessica. <laughs> okay. We're about the we talked about. <laughs> um, who's next? Oh, Lexi. I was so thrilled to see Amber and Lexi's stepdad talking shit on Kyler. First of all, Lexi staying in that shitty house that Kyler lives in, like, that's rude of me, but it's true. He has, like, four little siblings yeah, there. He guess takes care of I guess his mom lives there sometimes. I thought it was his grandma's house, and I kind of got the impression oh, that the grandma either took the mom and the kids in or, like, just has the kids. In, that might be the case, yeah, I thought but... they said grandparents also. Yeah. I was surprised that Lexi, like... Okay, and this is also something I know from experience. You know, you're in a shitty relationship and you're a pathetic person when you're, like, willing to give up your night... Like, not stay at your nice home and, like... I had my own nice apartment, but I would go stay at my boyfriend's, like, parents' house. Like, why? I don't yeah. know. Because I was, like, desperate to be around him at all yeah, times. I've been and there. he wouldn't do anything to me, like, for yeah. me. And that's definitely, like, what's going on. And I really liked when Lexi's stepdad was like, why? He has no reason to dislike us. Like, we have done nothing wrong at all. We were actually extremely supportive and, like, let him be at our house whenever he wanted. And, like, we're really nice to him. Like, why does he hate us? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I was like, yeah, and true. I, and I believe him. I genuinely oh, yeah. believed her parents, because I'm going to call them her parents. Like, I'm going to believe when they were like, we've been nothing but nice, because they even said, like, you know he can stay here someday. Yeah. They we're seem t- like nice people. Yeah, yeah. I can't okay see them being mean to Kyler at all. No. Like, no, I just don't think they're those type of people. Because and I don't, yeah. I don't think they've, I think Lexi is, besides being pregnant, I think Lexi's always been an extremely good kid. Yeah. I don't think they are the type of parents to yell, and I don't think Lexi's the type of kid to get yelled at. Yeah. So I'd be pretty surprised if, like, that ever 
if anger got extended towards Kyler ever beyond just like we're very disappointed in you guys for getting pregnant. I guess I don't get it either because I feel like Lexi's house would have better snacks. Yeah, totally. totally. Also so mom buys name brand stuff. Plus, isn't Lexi like in that basement room? Yeah, with their bathroom. Yeah. Like, why does he? Like, he doesn't even have to interact with them if he's over there. All he has to say is, hi, how are you? And then go into the basement. Yeah, they don't even have to go upstairs to go to the bathroom. Like, they have yeah. a suite down like, there. Like, their bedrooms don't touch. Yeah, but... there's no... It's a big house. Especially yeah. if, like, he's coming over after work. Like, yeah. hey, how are you? And then goes down into the basement. Like, it just, it doesn't make Do any Do you think sense. that they have rules in their house that he doesn't want to follow? I wonder oh, if they smoke pot at his house. Oh. Um, what a twist. Well, it's legal in Colorado. It's legal in Colorado. They're 18 Lexi years old. Yeah. I bet Lexi smokes pot. I can see oh, Lexi I bet she smoking does too. pot. So many layers to Lexi. Can you I see Lexi, Lexi smoking pot? Because she just... Yes. She's like... We, he she just wants video, to talk about he said, death. He played, <laughs> they said, she said, he played video games and I watched Napoleon Dynamite. Like, they like, were high. Oh, so you were high. Yeah. yeah. They were stoned. I was like, why is she watching that movie? But that makes so much yeah, sense. Yeah, because they were stoned and I bet they're not allowed to smoke pot inside of Lexi's parents' house. And they don't want to go at all. Yeah. Like, I bet her parents are just like, no, no pot here, which yeah. is reasonable. a reasonable, <laughs> it's a reasonable yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I bet he, at his house there are a lot of smoke pot in his room. Yeah. Why oh, your grandma lost her sense of smell. Or <laughs> 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 they just so, you're you so know, right. like, my some people, their parents just, like, don't care, and I bet, yeah, and I bet he drinks and, like, is allowed mm. to have beer at his house. Yeah, probably, and, yeah. like He probably shares all of that stuff yeah. with his mom. Yeah. Um, I saw a post on a team on Instagram of a compilation of all of Kyler's pants because he only wears one pair of pants. It is the oh, yeah, wait, they're back, they're, He's back to tagging um, business trip because they're back in New York for oh, the reunion this week. And I, ta- love I love a Kyler hashtag business he trip has- because it's true. Like they are there yeah. for he work. He hashtagged it with Sean and him at the TRL office <laughs> shooting basketballs in like, you know, that like arcade basketball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> business trip. <laughs> Because it's it. funny because it's, like, he's it's, not lying. Like, yeah. he is there for work. But it's, like, come on. It's so funny. But, yeah, I bet I bet you're right. I bet at Lexi's house, they're not allowed to smoke pot inside. They're not allowed to drink. Like, do you think they're allowed to sleep in the same room? Yes, yes because, I do. Well, remember at first they were, like, kind of pretending like they weren't going to let them. Yeah. Right when she had the baby and he was only allowed to stay for a week. But I think in the basement he's allowed. She's also, they both, well, Lexi she graduated now. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't, but Lexi graduated. I bet when Lexi graduated, like, the rules shifted a little more. And yeah. I think she's on birth control. Haven't they talked about her being on birth control? I can't remember. I Probably not. Because I'm such an... I'm like, she's definitely on birth control. <laughs> and then we're going to find out she's pregnant. <laughs> um, I also think that... This is sort of, like, multi-layer. But I think Kyler knows that he's a dick to Lexi. Kyler knows that he's emotionally abusive. Yes. Kyler knows that her parents tell her that. And Kyler is trying to alienate her Well, and that's what Amber said. She said, I don't understand why he doesn't like us. And I think the only reason he has for it is because he's trying to isolate her. Exactly. He's trying to, like, keep her away from their opinions of him. And... She's, like, such a pushover But the thing is, it. it's, like, I don't think they really dislike Kyler that much. I think they see, like, Lexi being a pushover with him. Yeah. But I think they're not, like, at least from, like, what they've shown on the show, we've never seen her, Amber, tell Lexi to break up with him. She did say, like, I would never put up with, like, a guy saying that to me. But she's yeah. never, like, you need to break up with him. Like, mm-hmm. Kyler is the worst boyfriend in the world. Like, I don't understand why you're with him. Like, that's because when you're a teenage girl, you're never going to take that advice from Yeah, and I don't yeah. think Amber Her really, mom knows that. Yeah. And Amber does, doesn't seem to really push that on Lexi, but, and I bet if Kyler was around them more, like, they would be nice. Like, 
I don't know, but I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Like, that's why he's doing it, and he'd prefer to be in his own space where he can control what she hears. Yeah. 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 And also, like, she'll, Amber will say to Lexi, like, if a guy talked to me that way, I'd be out the door, and Lexi will be like, it's okay, like, you guys don't really know him like I do, like, all those classic things. It's very sad, because it's very relatable, and in that situation, you just don't know until you know. And then once you know, it's like, holy fuck, how did I put up with that for so long? Well, you, and it's very much like, I think I said this last week, it's like every 17-year-old relationship yeah. yes. is like playing out on my screen when I'm watching <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's painfully relatable. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say it's almost hard to watch because I remember like letting guys treat me that way. Yeah, exactly. And, you, and now I'm like, I get why my mom wanted to shake me every time I came in the room. Yeah. And like, dump him, please. Yeah, exactly. Okay, who's the other girl that's not Kayla that's on the show? Brianna. Brianna, right. Oh, oh she had a funny week. She had a time. Okay, so <laughs> she got a job. So she doesn't have to get benefits. Well, she did get some chunky highlights with her job. I think she's had them because I've seen her peeking through. Bad in this. Oh, they look terrible. It looked like she had gray hair. So Robert one time disagreed with her, and now (laughs) he's gone. He's gone. Pay attention. He's gone. (laughs) Goodbye. And he and his grimy nails are on the market. She's just like, I don't want to be with you anymore. She's like, we rushed this, and he's like. So do I need to move back home? And she's like, well, let's think about it. <laughs> well, I just that the whole episode was her just, literally the only said, thing she said to him the whole episode was, you're annoying. You're really oh, pissing she me off. Can't, she yeah. was like, you're I annoying. don't like you. Yeah, yeah. she was blatantly <laughs> saying that. She's like, you annoyed me. I don't like being around you. Well, I really hate you. She said, I hate yeah. you. Yeah, at one point when they had that weird conversation at the end, she goes, well, I love... I care about you. Yeah. Oh. I don't understand why she's so focused on getting his GED. Like, who cares? Like, he needs a job. Well, okay. So, what I don't understand was, did he drop out of high school before they moved? I think so. Or did they move and he was like, fuck it, I'm not going to go to school anymore. No, because they were talking about his GED before they moved. So, I think he's just like a high school dropout that she got with. And I think the reason she's focusing on it is because she knows he's not going to get a GED and that he doesn't care to get one and that he's only been saying he'll get one because Lexi and, or Brianna and his mom, her mom want him to. And so she's like, well, I need you to go get your GED and she knows he's not going to do it. So she can be like, we're breaking up because you didn't get yeah. your GED. I think she's very much the type of person, Brianna, that fully knows the type of guy she's getting with, right? And she's like all about it for a couple months and then she gets bored of it or yeah. whatever's going on. So she picks one thing that was totally fine and she doesn't actually care about, but it's something they do wrong. And she's like, well, I can't be with you because you're not getting your GED. True. High school grads only. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, I need Brayson to think his parents are like, it's like, hon, Br- like, Brayson Brayson's on his know. third daddy. Yeah. Well, now fourth. Yeah. Like, Does she have a new boyfriend? No, not, no, yet. not yet. But will not It's yet. only a matter of time. Christmas, yeah. they will debut. I wonder, like, when, <laughs> I mean, like, I wonder when he moves back. I wonder who pays for his plane ticket to get back. Oh, God. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't have more than a suitcase. I can see him, there, like, hitchhiking with truckers. Plane ticket. It was a Greyhound bus. Oh, yeah. you're right. He Greyhound bust it. Oh, that um, would take, like, four days. Yes, because you watched it when they were having that weird... Breakup, but not breakup talk. When yeah. he was sitting there going, were they in a park? Were they sitting? Yes. Okay, which is a classic, mm-hmm. classic Teen Mom breakup move. place. They always go to. I remember on Teen Mom Three. Do you remember Alex and Matt would always go yes. to parks yes. Yes. to fight? Like always. Well, I think it was the park across the street from our house or something. <laughs> you always see it on Sixteen and Pregnant too. Yes. There's always a discussion at a park. Well, yeah. I think because it's just on a bench or something. I think MTV yeah. doesn't have to get licensed. I love like, a you don't need a permit yeah. to film at a park. 
So Probably, I think and catfish yeah. are always at I was a just going to say catfish. So I think it's just an easy place that's not their house. Yeah. So they want to like switch up locations. They're like, let's just go to a deserted park. Any yeah. space. Yeah. And, you know. Looks yeah. nice. Also, when times. in the school year did they move to Oregon? Was it in the summer? In the summer. Because okay. I remember looking yeah, at Instagram. Yeah, I remember too. It was in the summer. Because I was trip. wondering if they like had left school and had to go well, back quickly or whatever. I guess the frustrating thing with Brianna is she goes... I know I rushed this relationship and I moved things in because we were in a honeymoon phase and everything was great and then we lived together and I now realize everything I hate about him. And I'm like, wow, that's so insightful. This is such growth. You're doing the next thing with the same thing yeah, with your next Yeah, she's boyfriend. definitely going yeah. to. Yeah, 100%. She's done that with everybody else. Yeah, because she did it with Danae and like... Yes. Presumably the baby dad. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, she just slept with him like once or twice, I think. Oh, was oh, it like was, a hookup? It was yeah. in between Danae breakup. Oh, that's that, right. Like, it was yes, just yes, somebody yes. she knew from elementary school and then like... I. I think Brianna partied a lot. I think so. I think so. they probably just, like, got drunk and had sex once or a couple times. And I just think it's so funny, like, how awful she is to... It's kind of funny watching her be mean oh. to him. I know. Like, it was I feel so super funny. I feel like we see it from all the baby daddies yeah. to the moms. Like, that was such a Ryan and yeah. conversation. I felt oh. bad for him, but it was also really funny. And it's kind of hard to feel so bad for him because he's really pathetic. Yeah, yes. I He's, know. like, a really pathetic person, and so you're just, just, like... He's just, like, a little mopey. He's yeah. He's, like, a little lost and, he, and, oh, my God, when she was, like, you never say anything, and he's, like, it's hard for me to say things sometimes, and oh. I was, like, oh, Robert! <laughs> and then they went to go get birth control, and he, oh, like, wasn't oh. grasping what was happening. And he oh, goes, when so I get funny. a birth control shot... <laughs> I was like, I wish that was a thing. Yeah. But you guys would never take it on time. I don't understand. Oh, Brianna's the only one on birth control, apparently. You come over to the mic to open your diet coat specifically. But I I just didn't understand why she brought him because it was like, why didn't you just leave the baby at home with him or just leave him at home and bring the baby? He wasn't even Because she can't be alone. Yeah, he can't drive. Go alone somewhere, sorry. So Janelle, it was so Janelle. That was also such like a, I understood that when you're with a guy that you hate and you're like I fucking hate that you can't drive and it's like he's never yeah. been able to drive. Like, like oh, he doesn't have a license. I, oh, yeah. Boy has a license. <laughs> you think he got together and put paperwork? And I think <laughs> the impression that I got from him and when we saw his family is that I think Robert grew up very poor. Mm-hmm. I think he's from a very poor family. I think he dropped out like that. He doesn't have a license. He's probably never had a license. I, we don't know how old he is. I bet he's like 19 or 20. Yeah. And, but I just thought it was so funny when she's like, I fucking can't stand that you can't fucking drive. And it's like, girl, you moved across the country with a boy who doesn't have a license. Like, that's on you. <laughs> yeah. And then he like so came. Like, no public Because if, if he had a license in Wisconsin, he'd still be allowed to drive in Oregon. Yeah. Like, I didn't get a Florida license for like two years. Like, I just never changed my license. I still have a PA one. So. Yeah. Do you still have a Florida license? No, I changed. Oh, it. I remember you. Changed yeah, it. I drive with my Canadian thing. license in the U.S. Yeah, all the time. you're allowed That's to. Fine. Yeah, yeah. So it was. <laughs> I was Glad we like, cleared this. I was like, <laughs> Brianna, like, I don't. She was not very sympathetic in this scene. Oh, but no, but it was amazing. amazing. But it was funny. It was for sure. Oh, and funny. she was like crying on the park, and she was like. Yeah. Oh, no when that girl's done, like, she is yeah. done. Like, I bet she, when she broke up with Denise, she, like, never spoke to him again. Like, yeah. I, she's, she's a kale. I kind of respect God, that a little bit. she's, like, yeah. a perfect combo of kale, so many of the best yeah. moms. Yeah. yeah she she's, is. like, the best is in, like, like our favorites, not, like, the best yes. moms. They really hit the jackpot. Yeah. She's, her. like, a Janelle kale rising. Yeah. Yes. I can't wait to see what happens with her. Yeah. Also, she future. gave a plug to Planned Parenthood, and I was so happy. Oh, I know. Oh, yes. I love that. I love that she went to Planned Parenthood. She even was, like, 
you know, you go in and you yeah. it and it's oh, not this big of a deal. Yeah. And then it's based off of your income. So I'm not going to pay anything. Love that. Love like, a Planned Parenthood spawn con yes. moment. <laughs> yeah. we, this I podcast like, supports Planned Parenthood. Yeah. <laughs> I liked how the doctor was like, these are the things you can do. Yeah, it was a good, it, that yeah. was a good... And she decided on the arm implant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which like skews me out personally. Me well, too. It was weird to me because usually when you have a child already, they do the IUD. Yeah, yeah. Because it's easier. The arm implant just like I agree, I skews know. me out. Yeah. But I've never had it. It doesn't, I don't think I don't like needles. It. I asked yeah. my doctor oh, yeah. about it and she told like, me not to get it. Yeah, my friend hasn't. Yeah. Well, can get rejected, but I think it's the highest accuracy. Like, oh, it's really? even above an IUD. Well, wasn't yeah. Mandy saying an IUD is more effective than getting your tubes tied? Yes. I think she so. did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because how we're talking about how Christina had the had an, an, ectopic. an ectopic yeah. pregnancy with her tubes tied, and Mandy was saying that's why she got a an IUD, because... Oh, that makes sense because I more... don't get a period on... And it's way less hey, than guys. <laughs> I, I don't get a period. Um, I don't get a period on my pill either. I Jess doesn't the, get a period I switched, she's pregnant. I pills and now I'm getting a period on the suit. God damn it. Welcome so so back to menstrual talk. This is mom. Yeah. <laughs> it does uh, come up. Yeah, so, okay, let's go on to Kayla, oh. who, first of all, at the reunion this weekend is blonde, and it's tough. I like... The platinum. You do? You Not do? the extensions. Her extensions. Her extensions are trash yeah. all the time and she needs to throw them away. She but needs I to don't... get a lob. I want her to get a yeah, lob. She looks good. So I don't mind her blonde hair. There was a bunch of scenes where her hair was half tucked behind her head and it looked like she had a lob and I was like, oh my god, that's so cute. I also like Ashley's also blonde and I don't it's like tough. it on Cheyenne's her. Blonde. I, is Cheyenne back to... She was on the episode Yeah, but I think week. in real life she might be back to... Yeah. Do you guys remember that <laughs> wonderful season of Team Mom 2 when all of them were oh blonde? Yeah, yeah, With, like, was... Leah's, like, half brown, half blonde, oh, crunchy, like... Oh! <laughs> oh, God. And so, the highlights. Okay, Kayla has... Decide, well, Stefan goes to Florida to see his family. Yes. That, that was cute. It was cute. His sister loves him so but much. But he's also such a bad person. Oh, I hate him. I hate him. Person. And Gail's like, she's like, I heard from other people he's going out of town. I'm like, so you're still talking to Stefan? <laughs> yeah. Great. So you're still fucking Stefan? Yeah. Great. I was really worried because she had made it sound like the trip was planned for his family to meet Isaiah. And I was like... Oh my god, she's gonna let him bring Isaiah no. to Florida. I was like, girl, Thank please god. don't. No, I think she's yeah. oh, just not a lot, but, but little a little bit, bit smarter. smarter. Yeah. So the big drama of the episode is that well, one, she got a job at Ulta. They just said that makeup store, but yeah. we know it's Ulta. I remember yeah. the post. I was very happy and for her. Two, <laughs> she wants to move in with her friend Devin, and so her mom, she tells her mom that, and Jamie's like, well, with what money? <laughs> And she's like, well, you know, I got this job, and her mom's like, okay, well, you're going to have to sit down and budget how to pay for rent, uh, car insurance, insurance, phone bill, phone bill, and she says, what? (laughs) Well, no, first she said, Jamie said, you just got mad when I told you you had to pay for your own gas. Yeah. How are you going to pay to live by yourself? And I was like, oh, God. And then, then, as soon as Jamie says she's going to have to budget her phone bill, Kayla goes, what? You're going to stop paying for my phone bill? And Jamie's like, well, yeah, like, if you don't live here, you're going to have to pay for all your bills. And she's like, I don't see how that's fair. You said you could help me. This doesn't make any sense. You just want to control me. Don't you want what's best for me? Now, as Jess and I have 
understood one another. We both deeply related to Kale in this scene as yes. two very spoiled children. As a spoiled baby, I... Well, you're an only child. De- so. An only child, which I think... Is Kale an only child? Yes. yes. I, well, yeah, I yeah. We so. haven't seen another I sibling. very yeah. deeply relate to her being shocked that moving out means her parents wouldn't pay her bills. <laughs> yeah. And my parents, I was on my family's, well, it's just me and my mom because my dad's just paid for your work, but we had a family plan until I got married. Um, but it, okay, with the, the phone bill, the only thing I can say on Kayla's side is it's like, it's cheaper for everyone if you're on a family plan to just make Kayla chip in for it. Well, I think maybe, maybe that's, that's what she, she meant. meant. It's like, like, yeah. She didn't say, like, you have to get off my family plan. I was and still am very spoiled i like deeply understood that but i will say like as a 30 year old i definitely took jamie's side absolutely it's it's not an unreasonable rule that like when you move out but like i definitely had that crime like don't you want me to succeed i just just had a fight with my stepdad because he came in and went i have a 400 dollar xm radio bill you're all paying your own xm and i was like what does this mean (laughs) i'm married and live in a house i own and i don't pay my own xm bill I just felt I, like, related so much to Kayla, but as an adult, I was like, yes. Jamie has a point. Yes. yes. That's how you know we're growing up. Yes. yes. Well, and I got Jamie's frustration because she kept explaining, like, yes, if you live in my yes. house, I will continue to help you so you can... Kayla's like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, she's like, don't you, don't you want me to succeed? And, like, success for you from your mom's perspective is not, like, partying in your own apartment. Yeah. It's, well, that's what she said. She's like, so you're going to yeah. work part-time and I'm going to work 50 hours a week to, to support you. Bill. Like, yeah. I don't, it doesn't make... I. She was like, no, I think Kayla was... Also, who's paying... So, who's paying for everything else of Kayla's and Isaiah's? Because... She's like, well, you just stopped. Yeah, she's like, you you just stopped paying for my gas. So, like, who's paying for Isaiah's diapers, Isaiah's clothes, formula, like, their food? Like, who is paying for all of this? Like, Kayla with Jamie's credit card. Yeah. Yeah, because they use the debit card at the grocery store. Yeah. You know, she's like, as long as you were in the house, I will work his stuff into the budget. You can continue. So, so she can go to college and not be stressed. Yeah. It's yeah. just so funny, like, how she was, and she was doing the accent that she normally doesn't do when she speaks to her mom, oh, and yeah. usually reserves it for when she's speaking to her friend. She's like, I just thought you wanted me to get ahead, mom. And <laughs> she's like, it's not and how Jamie's she... like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. And her mom was just like, and then she gets on her little flip cam, and she's like, my mom's just rude to me sometimes, and wants me to be here so that she can see Isaiah every day. And it's like, girl, come on. It just, it was so obviously like looking back she'll like watch that and laugh but it's just it was so dramatic it was so inappropriate she was so in the wrong jamie was completely right and wasn't even saying anything bad she's like you move out you need a budget and she she was like you don't support me in anything so calm so calm and i loved when kayla was crying and she goes this conversation is over (laughs) you don't make that call yeah also we were saying that um, she, uh, Kayla is such a Chelsea because she'll wear like a full sweatpants outfit in public, but full oh, hair and makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think also that's because sweatpants are in now. That's okay, true. Are they back in? Yeah. Oh, joggers. Like joggers. Yeah. yeah. And she does not joggers. But she does like a full high school sweatpants. But I there think was Stefan's sweatpants. There was Stefan's sweatpants. <laughs> I think even that is like. I am very fed up with Kayla's hair matching her skin. 
Yeah, and that's the phase that she's at right now. She's a little bit blonder at the... She's like platinum Because she's a fellow but paley like us. During the filming... And it she needs a nice contract. It was yeah. the same undertone. It was the same... It was like <laughs> one... And then she did the, um, the like foundation lips like a nude lip and mm, she's no oh also her mom didn't seem thrilled with her choice of who she's moving in with because she goes mm. Devin you think that's a good idea and I was like oh we need to know trauma more where's okay, the so drama I'm confused about her moving out plans so she wants to move out because she wants um, Isaiah to have his own room but so then why doesn't she just get a two bedroom apartment is the is Devin like splitting the rent 50-50 and splitting Isaiah's room with her or maybe they're moving into Devin's I think place. she doesn't want to live on her own I think she. I think part of her wants to be like an eighteen-year-old yeah. college student how, and like have a roommate. How and, big is Jamie's house? That I guess it's only two bedrooms. I, it looks so much bigger. No, it's a townhouse. I bet Isaiah does have his own room. I think she That's, was just saying. Just, I think she was just saying like, well, when we move out, I want him to have his own oh, room. So we're gonna have three okay. bedrooms. That's how I took it. But I also remember being like. Yeah. I also remember being like, can she like she's can she afford to move like, out and have Isaiah have two, his own bedroom? to have two bedrooms yeah. to pay for? I don't I don't know. That seems like a lot. And also like I would never move in with my friend with a baby. No, I'm always confused about these people on this show who are able to get roommates. It's like all of Every them. Girl. Like yeah. Chelsea did that with Chelsea, Megan yeah. and Jade. Jade with this. I yeah. forget her name. There was someone last episode too who moved in with a friend, and I was like, I would never want to do that. I no. know, not with a baby, no. but now she's moved out with her friend Annabelle, mm-hmm. and I think the boyfriend lives there I love too. Her new boyfriend, her basketball playing boyfriend. Because why wouldn't her new boyfriend <laughs> live with her? Of course, she's Annabelle's like a good friend though. My favorite thing is if you go on Kale's Instagram or Twitter, and she's like, Oh, that was so long ago. Like everything's changed. I'm like. It was literally four months ago. <laughs> so still I mean, over the summer. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, I think so cute. I love who that. do we think will be the first TMYP to get pregnant? Lexi. Think, no, I think Kayla with this new guy. Really? Mm-hmm. I also think Lexi. I would have thought Lexi, but for some reason. Or Brianna. She has an implant in her arm. I would oh, say right, Brianna. Right, right, sure. right. It's three years, right? I think... Yeah. I don't. I think Brie wants. It? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think Brie wants to have relationships, but I don't think she's interested in having another baby. I I really don't think so. I think Kayla like views herself as this independent woman and has no concept of like how much her mom helps her. And I think she like thinks she's so grown up. And she even said like it's just so hard to have two parents living under one roof. And I remember thinking like. Are you a parent? And I was like, yeah, I guess she is. <laughs> but, like, I think she really has this image of, like, being an independent woman. And I think she's very obsessed with family and family being together. I don't think Brie, like, cares about family. Mm-hmm. I think she just wants a guy that, like, wants to be around her all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's where true. I think Like Janelle. Janelle. Yeah. 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 I think Kayla is like, I need a family. I love family. Family, family, family. And so I think she's definitely, like, I can see her and this new guy getting pregnant, like, quickly. And I think she that's also, like, a way... For her to like get back at Stefan to have another baby and to prove to her mom how independent she is, I think, I think she's up first, and I think Lexi, possibly because her and Kyler are still together. I don't know about Lexi, but I we don't know if she's on birth. Also, what about Ashley? I say Jade or Ashley. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. they're both still with their. I think like being with the significant other like your increases your risk. I mean, I think it's just. They're all going to, and it's only a matter yeah, of also time. Yeah, also, Jane and Ashley are older. Like, is it crazy for Ashley? She's like 23, yeah, she, No, I think Ashley's 21. They're both oh. 21, Jane and Ashley. Yeah. Like maybe 22. So, like, it's not as crazy for them to have another baby. Yeah. But I do, I think, 
I mean, it could be Ashley. I could see Ashley having another baby. She will have an insane pregnancy announcement photo shoot. Yeah, for I sure. I hope Denim is involved. Oh, it will, will be. No, I think Denim. they'll be, like, naked. <laughs> like, a white sheet. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. In a brook. Yeah, for sure. Should I do that? Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely think that, like, I really see Kayla getting pregnant with this new guy. I agree. And also, like... Because I think she got pregnant with Stefan on purpose. Yes. I think with Brianna, also, like, last week's episode, how she was, like, pissed at her mom for dragging him all the way out there with no plan. Yeah. I kind of thought, maybe it was, like, me hoping to see this in her, that she was like, I don't want my life to be like this. Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe. I don't... What's her mom, 35? Yeah, probably. Like, I don't want to be 35, dragging my family across the country with no job, no money. Like, I want more stability. That's true, but I don't know if she knows how to get it. You know, yeah. like, I think she might be aware that she does not want that for her life, but I don't think she has, like, an understanding of how to not have that fear like yeah but i think like getting the long-term birth control was like step one don't yes. have more kids that you can't afford yes for sure i also wonder i really hope they're gonna get another season oh god oh, yeah I, I mean aren't we all they did an a b like, instead of a one i know yeah. I, but I think that's to pay them less yeah I don't know. no i know it's so sad but i also yeah. think it was a good idea because they were filming like back to back true yeah and i think it's good that they filmed all this without the show like really airing because we still got like more of an authentic Feel. Yeah. yeah. I hope they get another season because I feel like we, like the people who hate to love Teen mm-hmm. Mom, love YP, yeah. but I don't know if like the general public loves See, YP. See, I feel like the fan base is still fairly divided on YP in that people are too stubborn to admit that it's yes. amazing. Yeah. Well, I think and people are too stubborn to even start it, so right. I'm worried that they're, they're like, just I don't like change. It. But it's all yeah. the things but that I've people complain about with Teen Mom. Exactly. It's the poverty porn that they've yes. been saying they miss, so it's Broken like, why aren't you watching iPhones, it? people. Yes. yes. We live everywhere. for it. And they liked Teen Mom, too. So, yeah. like, why not this? I don't know. People are... I think they don't like that they didn't come off 16 and pregnant and that some of the girls are well, a little older, but, like... I do want MTV to bring back 16 and pregnant, but for different reasons. It's just, like, a I compacted wonder, shit yeah. show. There's a 16 and pregnant season that never aired that a girl supposedly was pregnant with Quince. Or, what? I mean, Quince. With no, Quince. Is that four? I can't oh, my God. <laughs> And the G- New Jersey one. That we never Teen Mom New Jersey, what the fuck? I feel personally attacked that <laughs> we never got to see it. And I think Teen Mom New I swear Teen Mom New Jersey was going to be more Real Housewives style. Because why else would they film them all in one location? Oh, if they like that be baby, reacting? what was it called? Pretty Little yeah. Mamas? That didn't last Yeah, long. but the, not yeah. like so scripted like yeah. that one. Um, are they still filming and releasing Teen Mom UKs? I they are in England, but not... Not in the States. I, I actually don't know. I tuned out from that. Princess likes Teen Mom, but I never watched Manly, if anyone oh, yeah. watches, recently tweeted that he has custody of the girls. Yeah. Which really? one is Manly? He's the one that had the two girls. He's no, who's the mom? Mia. It's Mia, it, and they have the... Oh, Irish twins by different. Right, 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 right. No, <laughs> of course I watched, I watched this. I watched season one. I love Megan Salmon watched- Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari in her glitter company. Yeah. I watched one and two, and like one of them lives very close to my family, and her accent was like too take real. me back. Yeah. yeah. Were you speaking in a strong? Oh, Jess was born in the UK. Yeah. Were you speaking a stronger accent after by after watching it? <laughs> no. When you go to England, do you speak with an accent? No, but I don't think I do. But Ben says that my so husband says that I do a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. That happens to me when I'm even here. Like my accent. Changes. Well, I feel like talking Say with. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> that's not how like, I actually She just, like, thought about it. Yeah. yeah. It's because you... It. Stas keeps calling me out on it, because if I, like, sorry. get in someone's way, I say sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. 
All right, guys. Thank you so much for doing this for me. If you hated this episode because too many people were talking. Too bad. Tune in next week. (laughs) (laughs) There won't be four people here. I don't know what to say, but uh, bye, guys. Have a good week. Bye. 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 This has been an episode of Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Executive producers Molly McAleer and Liz Bentley. Produced by Nicole Matthews. Special thanks to Sarah DiGiovanna for our logo. Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards. www.patreon.com slash ebpsychos.com 